Free Talk Live. It's your show, the Saturday edition of the program. You can take control of the airwaves toll-free. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. When we say you can bring up anything, we mean it. I mean, pretty much anything. Obviously within the FCC's rules, uh, but you can uh, dial in and bring up what you want. 800-259-9231. That is the point of the program. And we'll start things off tonight by avoiding the health care issue. We've been on it all week long. We've talked about it, I think, on last weekend's show. If you guys want to talk about it, you're certainly welcome to. But there's something that's going on behind the scenes almost now, this health care uh, controversy. And, of course, all the town halls are blowing up. There's lots of conflict, and people's uh, t- tensions are running high over this issue. But is anybody really paying attention to what's happening in Afghanistan? I, you know, it's, um, it's funny. Obama sort of ran on the policy, the idea that, well, we're in the wrong war. This, this Iraq war is the wrong war. Wait, that's still going on, though, right? Well, yeah. Actually, right. he said, we're withdrawing the troops, but he has till 2011. It's 2009 now. Yeah. His, he'll be ready to, to, to be done with his, uh, his, first year, his first term in office by the time he's actually withdrawing these troops. Right. They've... They've withdrawn from the cities, but they still have bases all over um, mm-hmm. Iraq, and they've taken like 10,000 troops. They've they've stepped down by 10,000 troops. I think there were 150,000 troops there. Big, fat, hairy deal, well, 10,000. Does, does it really count as withdrawing if you withdraw them from Iraq and put them in Afghanistan or some other neighboring nearby well, That was really region? what he ran on, though. He ran on, this is the, this is the wrong war. Iraq is I the thought wrong he war. was anti-war. I've seen all the bumper stickers that have the Obama with a peace symbol in it. Yeah, there are a bunch of boobs, a bunch of idiots. Wasn't that... he talking about peace or getting the troops out of... No, no, no. He, he didn't even he talk about that. He was never about peace. That's the thing. You know, the, the, uh, the lefties just... wanted to believe that Obama was about about peace, mm-hmm. and he's not. So they never saw, has been. So basically, what they did was they looked at John McCain and saw a warmonger and figured Obama was better than John McCain. Well, and one can't fault them for that particular thing, but I can fault them for uh, putting a peace symbol yeah. in Obama's name. Uh, he's got nothing to do with peace. That's false advertising. The guy had nothing to do with peace at nope. all. Sorry. Um, and you know the the idea that uh, that uh, the Afghanistan is the right war. You know, that might very well have been true at one point, three, four, five, six years ago. I would disagree with that. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying I think it's the right war either, necessarily, but it certainly it was a better, it had, it, we understood what we were there, um, you know, Americans understood what they were sending troops over there for, to find Osama bin Laden. Now, I want people listening to ask themselves this question. Do you really think Osama bin Laden is still hiding in some mountains in Tora Bora <laughs> seven years later, waiting for the government to slowly creep over there? Are they still even using him as the specter? Is he still the uh, the scary uh, well, phenomenon that's hiding out somewhere? Or I mean, isn't it? Uh, it wasn't it George Bush that basically called off the hunt? I don't know. I don't know where he is. I don't care. Yeah, something I, I like care. that. I don't care. I got I, I got wood to chop in Texas. <laughs> right. I mean, nonsense. Um, Phantom, I guess, is the word I was looking for. Let me let me go on. This is uh, read an article here. This is from Justin Ramondo over at antiwar.com, who does a really great job. And uh, he's, the truncated version. Yeah, this is the truncated version. I can't read. He's one quite of his loquacious. Articles. Yes, he is. <laughs> but um, he's breaking down what Stephen uh, Biddle, a this is the, the civilian, the Obama administration's civilian advisor to General Stanley McChrystal. That's the commander of U.S. troops in Afghanistan. Okay? okay. And this is what people don't understand is 
the United States military is losing in Afghanistan right now. Our military is losing ground. Now, I'm, this to me is not a football game. It's not about moving the football up or down. Um, I, t- to me, I think that Americans need to see something that's worth gaining in Afghanistan, some reason for being there. And I would like to talk, uh, talk about what Stephen Biddle thinks there is. Now, he thinks Stephen Biddle thinks we should stay. But, and he has reasons for that. Right. His reasons stink, and I'd like to, uh, to, to go over them if I could. Why we're fighting in Afghanistan, and we use the we thing here, um, I am not fighting in Afghanistan, and I do not intend to fight in Afghanistan, because I believe that there is nothing for the American military to gain in Afghanistan, and only, except for bullets in their soft little bodies. Mm-hmm. Well, that's um, what they're for, right? Right. Well, that's, that's, that's what we have middle class uh, and lower class people for, is to catch those bullets. Uh, he dispenses with the we must deny al-Qaeda safe haven argument that's been raised re- repeatedly by President Obama with the with admirable swiftness. Yes, he avers we must uh, make al-Qaeda uh, make sure al-Qaeda doesn't res- reassert its presence in Afghanistan. And they're failing at that. Well, actually, they're failing. Excuse me. I have a tendency to get confused between the Taliban and Af- um, al-Qaeda. So if you hear that. Catch me. Okay. okay? Um, actually, the, the Taliban Taliban is reasserting its presence. Al-Qaeda is nowhere to be found in Afghanistan. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So uh, this is Biddle um, quoted here. The intrinsic importance of doing so is no greater than that of denying sanctuary and any other of the potential havens, probably smaller than many. We clearly cannot afford to wage protracted warfare with multiple brigades of American ground forces simply to deny al-Qaeda access to every possible safe haven. We would run out of brigades long before bin Laden ever ran out of prospective sanctuaries. So what he's saying there is that uh, they they just don't have the troops to go everywhere, so they're just going to focus on this one place? You know, he's just saying that, th- th- that that's a silly argument, that, that, that denying al-Qaeda a safe haven. You're not denying al-Qaeda a safe haven. Al-Qaeda has safe havens all over. They could go somewhere over. else. Absolutely. They have gone somewhere else. Right. There are other far more probable threats lurking on the horizon, um, such as <clears throat> the, um, the, the poss- you know, what, what, what he's complaining about here, and I have to uh, summarize before I go on, is – the idea that al-Qaeda might somehow or tel- the Taliban might get a hold of the nuclear weapons that Pakistan has, which is right across the border. Now, Pakistan's whole military is based around these uh, weapons of mass destruction they have to, to protect themselves from India. You know, they think that India is going to overrun them any time. And so those weapons are pretty, uh, um, uh, pretty well protected. What the other far more probable threat lurking on the horizon it, um, is such as the threat of al-Qaeda obtaining nuclear weapons from, say, the Russian organized crime gangs who looted nuclear facilities in the last days of the Soviet regime, took advantage of the chaos to spirit away the makings of a very dirty bomb. If al-Qaeda was about to take control of Pakistan and its nukes, we'd have plenty of warning. Not so with the deployment of a dirty nuke, the elements of which had been assembled in secret and put out um, put into position. So what you're saying there is, or what they're saying is yes. that uh, that the... Not the Taliban, but the Al-Qaeda, the terrorists, so-called. Well, the Taliban assumably would take control of the military in Pakistan and then give the, the, uh, the weapons of mass destruction then to Al-Qaeda to you know, go after us, I guess. So it would, it, would, it would require the Taliban to take over in Pakistan? Very, 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 very unlikely. They would have What's to defeat the pa- Pakistan military. more likely is somebody going to one of the Russian mobs, um, one of the Al-Qaeda people going to the Russian mob and say, hey, here's a... Two million bucks from right. our guy Bin Laden. He wrote a check, and that's totally off the radar. You could right. do that They're in the back stopping. of a strip club. <laughs> They're uh, not stopping that, right? So, okay. hmm. Um, and really, they could probably go into uh, 
the, you know, there are countries that are far more dangerous than, than Afghanistan at this point, like the, these Kajikistans and all that other stuff. But they won't go into that because Russia says stay out. So really, they're in Afghanistan for no good reason at all. And, and I'll go well, on. There must to be it. a reason. There's a reason. But you're going to be sickened once I get to it here. Well, um, what do you think the reason is? Uh, you, the listener, 800-259-9231. I mean, if you've been paying attention, obviously people in America have been very distracted as of late by the health care issue. What's the reason that the United States military is in Afghanistan today? And uh, well, you know, you've got to think, when you're thinking about the health care issue, how many billion, hundreds of billions of dollars are being dropped on this 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 wasteland of a country over there um and and don't forget lives and don't forget the money that we're going to have to pay soldiers um you know for the limbs that have been blown off and their minds that have been mm-hmm. wasted due to due to war that's going to go on for the rest of their lives these are trillions of dollars that we're laying out yep. to fight well in my opinion nothing at all but we're going to actually actually find out what uh Stephen Biddle Obama's uh Civilian oh. advisor here in Afghanistan has to say as I, to why we're there. There was there was never really any reason to be there in the first place, in my opinion. I mean, you could say that well, somebody bombed the uh, World Trade Centers with the, they ran planes into them, but those folks are all dead. And if you believe that uh, there's a somebody who's a ringleader that was in charge of that whole operation, it would have made a whole lot more sense to put a bounty on that person's head and have them brought in dead or alive. It would have cost a hell of a lot less. You could have put I don't know how much uh, what trillions of dollars they've spent on the this war in Iraq and Afghanistan so far, but you could have taken a billion and put it on the the head of you that guy. You could put fifty billion, and it would have yeah. it, it would have been the largest bounty ever offered, and um, it would have been a heck of a lot less than has been spent up to this point. More coming up here. You can take control of the airwaves. Bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Talk Live. It's the Saturday edition of the show, and you can bring up whatever you want. Just dial the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. The question on the table right now, though, is why do you think the U.S. military is in Afghanistan? Well, we're going to go into at least the civilian advisor to the militaries, the Obama administration civilian advisor to the military's reasons. Yeah, liaison yeah. might be a better term, but yeah, we'll go with advisor, sure. Here uh, in a moment, uh, the number is 800-259-9231. Also, you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com, and you can enjoy all the features there for free. Those other talk show hosts, they want to charge you for accessing their site. Uh, ours, we give to you, so enjoy, including live streams, uh, broadband version, dial-up, webcam, all free for you at listen.freetalklive.com. That's listen.freetalklive.com. And audiblepodcast.com offers over 60,000 downloadable audiobooks magazines and radio shows for your iPod or MP3 player. You can play them on your computer, too, if uh, if that's what you prefer. But these are unabridged audiobooks. These aren't like the, the get the button, you know, go to the store and buy the four cassette tapes or anything like that. These these things are hours and hours long. I think that Ayn Rand's uh, Atlas Shrugged is 82 hours long. Unabridged, completely. Uh, you can go to, go to audiblepodcast.com slash FTL, and you can get a free audiobook today. If you use that uh, that website and uh, you know start it today, audiblepodcast.com slash FTL is in Free Talk Live. All right, so I want to get to the reason, according to the advisor to the military, civilian advisor, as to why this Afghanistan thing still continues to go on. You pointed out uh, earlier, I don't know if it was on the air or off the air, Mark, to me, that last month was the deadliest month uh, yet. 
for the American troops in Afghanistan? That's correct. Um, not only uh, is the American military losing in Afghanistan right now to the uh, Taliban, but it's the deadliest month ever that we've had there, and that's uh, you know not not great. I mean, there are all kinds of... And like I said, I'm not looking for anyone to win or lose here. Um, I don't think that it's worth the the life of one American mm-hmm. if there's no good reason to be over there, as far as I'm concerned. It's also not worth the life of the innocent people that they're killing over in that country. I, I agree with you that uh, you can't fight a war without collateral damage, and there's a lot of collateral damage. And uh, so there are all kinds of really persuasive reasons to end this madness and bring the troops home from those countries, you know, Iraq, Afghanistan, and from around the world, all kinds of persuasive reasons. But the, uh, the military's not interested in doing that. The Obama administration not planning on doing that, even though a lot of people believed and erroneously so, that Obama has something to do with peace. So I want to know from you uh, your thoughts on this and specifically why you think the military is still in Afghanistan. Then we'll get their reasons here in a moment. Let's go to Jay listening to KBYO in Louisiana. Jay, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello, how you all doing? Jay, what's on your mind tonight, sir? Hey, uh, you're talking about Afghanistan, and uh, if you you don't have to take my word for it. You can look on a computer, and you can look at Google, and you can Google opium, Output production in Afghanistan, and you can look at the timeline, and you will see that per year since our, we invaded, the it, metric tons of opium have increased drastically coming out of Afghanistan. Why is that? Why why is it increasing rather than decreasing? I would think it would be harder to uh, to. Well, you'd think if we were there that uh, it would be decreasing, but it's not. And, well, uh, I could speculate. I would suggest that there are people yeah, within the military. Too. There are people within the military who are using their connections to smuggle that stuff back over here. And probably getting plenty of good bribes too. Everybody and, is, uh, I'm sure, cashing in on that particular. Whoever's touching uh, the uh, the you know the opium trade is uh, is probably making big bucks. The opium this- trade is something they don't like to mention in our media, but it's if you uh, you don't have to take my word for it. You can Google it. You can see I'm not ta- I'm telling the truth. Oh no, it's here's the headline from here's the headline from MSNBC on uh, June the 26th. UN colon opium production soaring in Afghanistan. Nation's record poppy harvest has boosted global supply supply to a record high. And now they're trying to look like they're against the, the opium trade, and they're sending de- DEA agents over there and trying to look like they're trying to enforce things. They aren't. It's a bunch of it's baloney. Yep. yep. Opium I, is the other oil, is what it is. You, I think and, you're onto uh, something there, and I, I thank you uh, for the call tonight. Nice hearing from you. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Yeah, I think well, he's absolutely honest. I've also yeah. heard that Afghanistan uh, was was a good uh, route for a pipeline that they wanted to run from the Black Sea through Kyrgyzstan or something like that. Mm-hmm. Another reason that perhaps the American military was sent there rather than uh, you know for, to find Osama bin Laden. I'd like to point Neither out that those the, reasons are are going to be what their official reason is. Though no. these are all very realistic reasons, and they could very well be very persuasive in what's actually going on: the oil pipeline, the uh, the opium trade, the heroin that comes from uh, the opium uh, poppies. All of that is very realistic. Of course, the military-industrial complex is a you know it's a no-brainer. We know that the longer war continues, the more money the companies that are tied into the war industry uh, they will make. So all of those I think are true. Um, and, and I'd like to point out how the Bush administration started this this war um, was, in my opinion, in a disingenuous fashion. They told the Taliban, 
look, turn over Osama bin Laden. I'm like, we don't have Osama bin Laden. Uh, you know, I'm sure he might be somewhere. But this this government, is, you know, it's not like they have real good track of where everybody is in Afghanistan. And, he, and so the Bush administration, like, turn him over. Like, do you have some kind of proof Osama bin Laden was involved in 9-11? Like, no, it's none of your business. Turn him over. That was essentially the stance that the, the Bush administration took. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that that, you know, the Taliban had any reason to comply with that. You know, they were an autonomous nation and they had no reason to turn over Osama bin Laden as if they had the guy in the first place. So the you know the Bush administration decided to invade in order to get the guy. And I understand they would want to do it quickly. And and the Taliban wasn't being compliant. But, hey, you know, why should they have been compliant? You didn't give them any proof at all. Sure. Little, a little uh, convincing, uh, you know, uh, working with people, that might have worked. Let's go, to, let's go to Jack in Montana, listening to KGEZ. Jack, you're on Free Talk Live. Yeah, yeah, uh, you guys, yeah, I, was, uh, I had the pleasure of uh, going to Afghanistan Sorry in a Land that. Rover with a, a lovely lady from London in, uh, in the 70, uh, 72. And uh, uh, the treat that I had was there. Uh, it, it was, it was uh, beyond belief. The, uh, it was tribal. And uh, uh, on occasion, you know, you would meet the uh, tribal leaders there with uh, uh, bandoliers, and they would hold you up in the road. But uh, when you uh, explained to them that you were uh, seeking Muhammad or, you know, whatever line that you had uh, come into the country with, um, they would welcome you and uh, take you into, uh, into their homes. Or, or I mean, they were, they were really beautiful people. Hmm. So why do you think the, uh, the military is currently over there killing them? Well, come on. I mean, you know, you don't have to be a, a political genius to figure that out. Uh, a, uh, we need uh, something to uh, spend our money on. I mean, God, you know, we, we've got all this excess money uh, pouring in, you know, so we, we have to have, uh, as you said, the industrial complex, uh, industrial military complex has got to uh, keep it going. There'll be, uh, you know, there'll be people, people out of work if they don't create things that go boom, right? Uh, Mark, yeah, you're absolutely right. And, and you know that, and I know that. Um, the thing is, just uh, uh, um, we never declared a war in Afghanistan. Nope, it was that's never true. done. The United States military Congress. The United States government hasn't declared war since 1941, and I think this is a travesty. Um, you know, all these these police actions around the world, and they're not following the Constitution. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, well, absolutely. And uh, what are we on? 100 and, uh, 142 countries. Uh, um, and uh, for various reasons. And where and, uh, will it end? I can tell you that it's not going to be anytime soon. We'll give you their official reasons here for why they're going to continue this war. I thank you for it's the call shocking. tonight. It's uh, shocking. Yeah, it's amazing. We'll bring that up here in moments and take your calls about whatever you want. This is Free Talk Live, 800-259-9231. Across the sands of time, from the lands of Abraham to the lands of Julius Caesar, the metals of the earth were forged into the coin of the realm. Now you can own a piece of history with affordable ancient coins from the Greek, Biblical, Roman, and Byzantine eras. Guaranteed authentic by Janus Numismatics. Transport yourself to the distant past at ZeusCoin.com. That's Z-U-S-Coin.com. 
Free Talk Live. It's the Saturday edition of the show. You can bring up anything if you dial toll-free to 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. Uh, you can join us online at freetalklive.com. We have a lot of features, and they're all free. They include the Facebook profile. You can go to facebook.freetalklive.com, become a friend there, or become a fan, rather, I guess is what it's called, facebook.freetalklive.com. I've been taking this new vitamin, and it's really a, a vitamin and antioxidant all in one. It's called Choose for Health's Super Fruit Complex. It includes goji, mangosteen, acai, nani fruit, and these uh, these new fo- these four super fruits are contained in Choose for Health are considered to be by many experts to be some of the most nutrient rich fruits the world has to offer. I've been taking it; tastes great. Is all you have to do to get a free week is call 800-219-8874. You get a free week. All you have to do is pay for shipping and handling. It's 800-219-8874. Choose for health. All right, 800-259-9231 is our number. We've been talking about the Afghanistan situation, which is getting precious little news coverage. It's being overshadowed by the, the health care debate that's been going on for the past few weeks. Uh, but it's still worthy of discussion because, well, people are dying and so, of course, the question becomes... And tax money's being wasted. Yeah. Well, uh, the, you know, all these Americans are up in arms about uh, whether or not they, they get socialized medicine. I'm certainly not looking for socialized medicine. However, let's not forget, there's a lot of money being wasted today, right now. So the question becomes, why is this still going on? Why are people uh, continuing to perish at the behest of the U.S. federal government's orders? And uh, some people have called in so far to posit some, I think, very good ideas. Uh, it's been mentioned that the opium trade, the, the essentially the output of heroin, has dramatically increased over time since the U.S. has gone in there. And the suggestion, of course, there is that the U.S. military members are involved in bringing that overseas, which is not an unheard of concept that sort of thing has been going on for decades having people within the military in certain countries where opium is a uh, fairly popular product to manufacture and having them use their connections within the military to get around whatever customs would normally they'd have to face you know put it in the back of uh, c-130 or whatever and give the slip a few hundred bucks to whoever it is that's the ground guys at your destination and sure was they managed to do it during the uh, the Vietnam war i'm sure they're figuring it out here in operation enduring freedom you better believe it so there's that and it's also been pointed out the military industrial complex of course is one of the oldest reasons to go to war is so that you can enrich your buddies. The government people can enrich their buddies in the military industries sure. that support the military. And uh, there was a third one, wasn't there? It was the uh, the opium, the military-industrial complex, and, I don't know, just an excuse to en- enlarge the state. But there is a reason that we're going to hear about from the horse's mouth. This is the advisor to... This is Stephen Biddle, the, uh, you know, the advisor to the, uh, the, the general on the ground there in... Afghanistan. So what does he have to say for himself? And then we'll get back to your calls. Well, I'll get the, uh, the quote here in just a second, but from Ju- Justin Romando from Antiwar, the, the article here. A good deal of Biddle, Biddle's essay is concerned with the politics of the conflict and its impact on d- the domestic scene. So it matters what you know the war's about back here in the United States, particularly its reception in the court of U.S. public opinion. According to him, Obama has already put his stamp on the conflict, and he absolutely has. He owns it and so must defend it from Republican attack and popular discontent. It is a war, he says, that skirts the margin of being worthwhile. This is Biddle, the uh, advisor to the Obama administration, says it skirts the margins of being worthwhile. So just 
barely being worthwhile, if worthwhile. And this is a, a bureaucrat talking. Of mm-hmm. course, he thinks government uh, programs are a good idea. He doesn't even think this one's a great idea. And the great danger is that a bipartisan anti-war coalition will arise as casualties mount. And on the other hand, we are told withdrawal poses dangers to, here's a quote from the article by Biddle, excuse me, the essay by Biddle, politically it would commit the administration to a policy now supported by only 17% of the electorate. So very few Americans really want to get out of Afghanistan. Most of them are thinking about whether or not their money is going to be stolen in the future by socialized medicine or whether, where they're going to you know, work next week or whatever. So wait, you're saying only 17% of Americans support withdrawing from Afghanistan? Basically. They don't wow. know what's going over there, on over there. They really don't. No, I mean, All wars are basically explained in one line. Why did we fight World War II? Well, to save the Jews. Uh, uh, you know, or whatever. I, wars are uh, are in one line. So why were in, we? Uh, why did we go to Afghanistan to catch Osama bin Laden? Terrorists. Osama bin Terrorist, Laden terrorists. is gone. All yeah. right. There's no reason to be in Afghanistan, and they've said so in their own uh, you know, uh, essays here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it would play into the traditional Republican narrative of democratic weakness on defense, facilitate if wide, they left. You mean if they left, right? Facilitate. So they're wide, pand- I'm sorry. So that, so they're saying, well, we can't leave because then uh, we would look like we are expected to look, and we need to look right. tough. Right. Democrats are expected to look weak on the military, and you know Obama's got his stamp on this war. And if they were to leave now, even though there's nothing there for the United States military, United States interests, or anything like that, it would be bad for their image. It would be bad for the Democrats' image. It would be bad for Obama's image if we were to leave. Um, it would uh, facilitate widespread, if ill-founded, Republican accusations of the administration's leftist radicalism and risk alienating moderate Democrats in battleground districts. Talking like a real politician here. Battleground districts, you know, where, mm-hmm. oh, well, the votes are going to be close in this area or that area. And that's how elections are won and lost, is by looking at these little gerrymandered uh, you know, districts and you know, seeing which ones you can take from the other side. Um, the president will need in the, these districts in other issues. However, the bad news. So I'm sorry, to, just to interrupt again. So what you're saying here is that even though the Democrats or Obama counted on the peace side of their party to get elected, because the peace people were out there pounding hard for this guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. As we said earlier, there are bumper stickers with a peace symbol inside the O for Obama. Sure. They, they had a heavy-duty peace push for this guy. There was all kinds of propaganda suggesting that uh, this was the man of peace. And so now that he's been elected, he's basically uh, shoving the peace people to the side. And I'm a peace person, believe me. Right, me too. Uh, he's shoving the peace, but I'm not a Democrat nor a Republican. No, I've uh, got a bumper sticker on my car that says, oh, has Obama's head on it and says, oh, come on, man, snap out of it. All presidents are sick, evil killers. But they're basically... Basically kicking the peace people to the curb in favor of what they describe as the moderate Democrats who would be more likely to support warmongering. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. The labor Democrats, things like that. However bad the news may look if the United States fights on, withdrawal probably means a Karzai collapse and a Taliban victory, an outcome that would flood American TV screens with nightmarish imagery. Not of Americans dying, but of, of people fighting over the reins of power um, in the vacuum of uh, the United States uh, you know, leaving. Mm-hmm. What's at stake isn't the na- the nas- in the national interest. It's the Democratic Party's future. Not to mention... Wow, he actually says that? That's, oh, wait, uh, is that no, no, Ramondo? That's, I'm sorry, that's, that's, <laughs> that's Ramondo saying From that. From anti-war.com. Yes, um, not to mention the, nation, um, the nations. That's why 
Thousands more must die and billions must be wasted. In short, it's all about politics. So they can win an election. So the Democrats can win a few seats next, in, in the next election. In the 2010 election, right. It's, it's not the politics of change, which is what we were prom- promised with Obama. It's the politics of stay the course. Obama style. There's the um, answer to the question that uh, titles today's column. The reason that we're in Afghanistan is the because, U.S. military. Yeah, the, the U.S. military is in, in Afghanistan is because it's good for the Democrats. And I love what he says here. Given the rash, this rationale for the Afghan war, I'd like to see the following carved in the tombstone of each and every victim of the war. He or she died for the future of the Democratic Party. Well, now, isn't that basically the same reason why the Republicans go go to war, too? I mean, it's good for their party to go to war, isn't it? I mean, they get them all whooped up and uh, riled up about going and killing people and, you know, get reelected. Bush got reelected. I think that, uh, you know, they they have better (laughs) reasons. There have been better reasons. This is probably the worst reason for a war currently that we've had in our entire lifetimes, Ian. I'm not saying... But Obama's not going to give that reason publicly. Where Where was this paper published? By this middle guy that you're talking about. I, I couldn't tell you where if it was If Obama is asked why is the war going on in Afghanistan, it's going to be all oh, terrorists or well, something like well, that, right? <laughs> Basically, it's uh, we must d- deny al-Qaeda a safe haven is what Obama said. The terrorists. we got to you know, terrorists, stop the terrorists. terrorists. Yeah, it's the same thing. So it's the same old story. 1-800-25. Anyone? But Hope? Well, right. But it's just very interesting hearing them uh, explain themselves to uh, to their own people as to why they're actually going. I about think it's going to be very interesting to find out because Republicans uh, these days, the neocons, they support war, but they don't yeah. like Obama. Which side are they going to choose? A stupid war or a stupid president? That's a good question. If you can answer it, eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Talk Live. It's the Saturday edition of the program. You can bring up whatever you want via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features are totally free, so enjoy those on us. And if you enjoy this program, you can shop with us at amazon.freetalklive.com. And a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live at no extra cost to you. So it's just... Whatever you normally pay at Amazon, instead of all of the profit going to Amazon, we get a cut when you enter through Amazon.freetalklive.com. And you know them. They're the world's largest Internet retailer selling virtually anything that uh, you might need. I was tempted to buy something there today, uh, Mark. The Wolfenstein game is coming out, and I'm a huge fan, huge fan. And I was tempted to pre-order it, but I'm holding back. Because why is this? Well, I've still got a handful of games that I'm one of them at, uh, at the very least I'm in the middle of, and I, I just, I just know that games get cheaper over time, so I'm going to hold out, even though it's a pretty pretty awesome game. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. But Amazon.freetalklive.com is where I will buy it when I finally do. I think people have the idea that uh, you know radio talk show hosts perhaps uh, you know three hours a day on air maybe we don't work so hard, but. I don't yeah. know about you. <laughs> I get to pick up my game like once every week or two weeks or something. I don't like have that. much time either. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm up at, I'm, I'm on the telephone by 10 a.m. I'm um, at my desk by 9 a.m. and I work all day until 10 o'clock when we get off uh, the air. Well, it'd be, you know, it'd be nice if we had a big crew behind us here on this show, but it's really not Yeah, that's like not that. how, how it goes. Uh, let's go to your phone calls. You can bring up anything. And remember, get your shopping done at Amazon.freetalklive.com. Let's go to Trey, listening to WSCFM in South Carolina. Hey, Trey, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, guys. How's it going what's, tonight? Hey, what's on your mind? 
Oh, not too much. I was just thinking about um, the Afghanistan affair, and a lot of people have said that we've gone in there for opium, and, and even besides the, the increase in the opium production in the last couple of years, uh, I've been told uh, from a couple of sources, and I'm not an expert or anything, that most of the opium, heroin, that kind of stuff that comes into this country comes through Latin America anyways. I've heard that too. We, our, our big sources from there for, for most of the drugs, if you just think about uh, how easy it is to smuggle something from Latin America to North America as opposed to getting halfway across the country, it just makes much more sense that way anyways. Well, wait a minute. I mean, how easy is it? Is it that, is it that much easier to smuggle something from uh, Mexico across the border into the United States, or is it easier to use your connections within the military to get something across the border? I don't know if anyone's if one is much more difficult than the other. In fact, I think it might even be easier within the military if you know the right people and you have the right. ability to pack that product onto some sort of uh, transport. If you think about that, the the opportunity for uh, profit is much higher because uh, with the military, with, if you're in the military, just imagine if you can find somebody who will buy it right there in the United States when the plane touches down. Rather than all these guys along the way stomping on it uh, until it gets to the border of the United States, if you're basically buying it from the source and then putting it in, you know, a couple of deal, a couple of dealers up from the street, mm-hmm. you're going to make a lot of money. Yeah, that's true. Well, the, I don't think the government would want pure opium, pure heroin on the market, anyways. You can't get people hooked when it's the pure stuff. You oh, I'm not suggesting. Wait anyway. a minute. Wait, wait, wait. I'm not suggesting this is some sort of orchestrated government program. I'm suggesting that these are individuals within the military using their positions of uh, privilege to, you know, put some more money in their pockets by doing a little heroin deals or big heroin deals. Yeah, I would assume they'd be very big. Yeah. (laughs) So that's what I'm suggesting. I'm not suggesting some sort of grand uh, conspiracy overarching this. It only requires a certain number of people to to operate a, a situation like that. You just have to have the right people paid off. And the same thing with uh, with the people crossing the southern border. Uh, it, they have to have the right border guys paid off. They have to know when the, the shipment is going to be coming through, which border operators are working at that time, make sure they get them paid off so the, you know, the semi-truck can ride through unmolested and you know, transfer several thousand pounds of whatever drug it is that they're looking to get across across. I mean, either way, it's just a matter of greasing the right palms. Um, so I don't, I'm not sure which one would be an easier process. But I thank you for the call tonight. 800 800- 259-9231. Let's go to Tom, also listening to WSC in South Carolina. Tom, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Uh, could this, uh, I agree with everything you're saying, by the way. Okay. But could this be, uh, I, I hate to say this, but can we transfer this to the uh, United Nations <laughs> organization that, you know, offloaded on them. And, can, can we transfer what? You mean the, the whole Afghanistan the situation? Afghanistan, the Afghanistan, uh, the whole problem, of course, that's what the United Nations are there for, I assume. Uh, they, you know, hot spots in the world. And I, I'm not saying... Yeah, I mean, the United Nations job. could come in there and they could molest some kids and, uh, you know, kill some more people because... Don't they, forget they just, the, uh, the, yeah. the, the famines that seem to, 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 to follow them, too. Yeah, the, the United Nations yeah. uh, doesn't do, do anything good for people. I think the uh, Afghan people would be probably better off the United States just left rather than turning over the united nations because yeah. if there's well, a I'm, I'm being kind of facetious about it but again it seems like that's uh the organization is what should be there i guess instead of us oh, but, I, uh, if there if you're going to think theoretically yes that's what the organization yeah. is there for however uh, the evidence of what the united states united nations does is uh, 
like awful, awful. Uh, but yeah. nobody checks them because there's really nobody on the nobody that can uh, you know put these people in jail. They're They've totally got... immune. I mean, the, these uh, United Nations guys are even more immune, I think, than the U.S. troops. At least with the U.S. troops from from time to time. There is no hear... more corrupt organization, corrupt yeah. and powerful organization. I mean, from time to time with the U.S. troops, you'll hear a story about how a troop got caught red-handed doing something that will actually be punished to some extent. Whereas with the United Nations, they've got complete uh, immunity yeah. Yeah. from. They, yeah, they catch they they get caught in all kinds of stuff, nepotism Murders, involved, rapists, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Okay, there you Can I, can I ask you guys one question? Certainly, and, Tom. I, and my computer's down, and I would look it up. But do we have to have the United Nations in New York as, as a, a central base? Is is there a contract on that? I don't care who. Um, as far as I'm concerned, that the United the the the, the People of the United States didn't sign a contract with anyone, and I don't okay. see can any. We, can we move the United Nations to another country and sell this, sell the building to offices or condos? I and, think, and, I, and I've heard this through the rumor. Money? I've, I've heard this or through the rumor mill, and I'm not sure if there's. Tr- I'm not sure what truth level there is to this, but the claim is that the United Nations building was donated by uh, one of the bankers. So it's yeah. not like it's a government building. It's a private right. building. So I don't think that the government could sell the United Nations building. But I would love to see the, you know, the, an anti-UN sentiment run them out of town on a, you know, just decide to give them the incentive to leave. I think that, that would be a fine thing. And uh, you know, have well, the U.S. withdraw. If the U.S. Uh, federal government withdrew from the United Nations, that might give them a reason to leave, I suppose. I but was, now uh, we're talking about a crazy fantasy land. I mean, how yeah, likely no, but, is that? Can't, a, can't some other capital or Kabul or Paris or somebody, can't we transfer the, the central base of the United Nations to another country? It's, it's a lovely and idea. That, that, it, it, it is a lovely idea, and I thank you for the, the call tonight. I know there are a lot of people that don't like the United Nations. I don't. You and I, Mark, we went to a U.N. flag burn. I burned, uh, I've burned U.N. flags, a few of them, and, and I'll burn some more. Yes, uh, here in New Hampshire, it's a yearly event that, uh, that goes on, and it's a lot of fun. Uh, but can we... Make it so the United Nations leaves? No, there's not really much I can do about the United Nations. Could the United States make them leave? Yeah, probably they could turn up the heat and you know, regulate their building, withdraw from the uh, from the actual organization. But I think it's a little more likely that we'll see a declaration of independence uh, or secession from one of the, the 50 states before you'll see the United Nations leaving the the United States, leaving the United Nations, and therefore the United Nations leaving the United States. Yeah, they're, as far as I'm concerned, one of the sickest organizations uh, in the world, and it's you know, everything they do is just messed up as far as I'm concerned. Let's continue with your calls. Go to, I believe we have Joe listening to WKCT in Bowling Green. Joe, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Uh, yeah, hey, uh, y'all, uh, I, uh, as I told your call screener, I'm, I'm a third generation veteran of our country. I, I, uh, I'm a Marine who served, uh, during the Vietnam War. My dad served in World War II and my grandfather in World War One. And, and, uh, I, the reason I called, uh, basically was because, uh, one of y'all, uh, made a comment uh, that the reason we got into World War II was to save the Jews. And, uh, I'm not a Jew. I'm, I'm an Episcopalian, but, but, uh, I am a historian. I'm a college graduate. And, uh, that is the most ludicrous statement that I've ever heard. And, you know, I listen to y'all, uh, fairly regularly. Uh, Joe, before you go on, um, I, I understand where you're coming from. I'm not well, saying. I don't know. Wait, may, let me, may I finish? You may. 
Thank but you. I, I, uh, no. The United States of America w- w- was faced, uh, you know, we had a, a, a president uh, by the name of Roosevelt, who was a president uh, when World War II started kicking off and uh, back in the early 30s. Uh, and uh, Mr. Roosevelt was no friend of the Jews. And uh, he no, you're absolutely right knowledge. about that. We can bring yeah, you back here in a no, moment. Uh, that, I said, let me finish. I, Joe, we can't. We're out of time. I can't hold the commercial for we can, you. Hold on. We'll bring you back. We can bring you back after the news. So chill out. 800-259-9231. That wasn't what you were saying, Mark. You were repeating what is sort of commonly believed about World War II in that statement. I believe that's what you were going to say. That's my intent. Uh, more on the way here. Hour number two is on the way. And more with Joe if he sticks with us. It's Free Talk Live. Attention, all active duty members and veterans of the U.S. military. Your proud service to your country entitles you with the right to participate in special VA loan programs with benefits not available to the general public, like the ability to purchase a new home with no down payment or mortgage insurance, or refi with cash out up to 100% of your present home equity with less strict credit criteria. You are entitled to these benefits. Review them online at varadio.com. This is Tim Lewis from iFreedom Direct and a veteran of Operation Iraqi Freedom. I want you to know that as a member or veteran of the United States military, you've earned special rights and privileges. On your feet and get the details at varadio.com. iFreedom Direct Corporation is a private lender approved by the VA and licensed in most states. In certain states, certain restrictions and limitations apply. For a current list of licenses, disclosures, and all benefits, go to varadio.com. varadio.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show, and you can bring up whatever you want via the toll-free number, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. The features are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. We're going to go right back into your phone calls here. Joe is still with us. Now, Joe, uh, I hope you understand we ran out of time during uh, the last segment, so we've uh, we've brought you back so we can continue this conversation and, well, I appreciate that. Right, right. Now, what we were talking about, and I think we might have gotten started off on the wrong foot, was you had called to respond to something Mark said last hour. And, Mark, you had said just – what was the context of what you had said? Can um, you that explain That every war needs one – that basically people have a sentence to explain why we're in every war. Whether uh, it's true or not is another right, that question. Well, I, I, you know, I was trying to point out basically that people are uh, mindless myrmidons when it comes to history. They just, they just take what they're kind of given and, and go from there. Right. The Civil War was about slavery. The uh, you know which World it War wasn't. II, um, the World War II was about uh, saving the Jews, and which, it wasn't. Not necessarily right. So that's I think what you were trying to tell us, Joe, is that that wasn't necessarily true, right? Well, uh, yeah. Well, it absolutely wasn't. Uh, uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt was no friend to Jewish people, and he had plenty of evidence of what was going on in Germany and Poland. Uh, uh, bef- you know, before we ever even uh, got involved. Yeah, weren't the boats uh, being know, turned around during his administration? And weren't boats full of Jewish people who had managed to successfully absolutely. escape? They were refused, they were refused uh, uh, safe harbor in our country. Yep. That's absolutely correct. That's, That's outrageous. So that war was not to save the Jews. The war was to save the world. Uh, and and we did, and pretty much single-handedly, uh you know, I, Vietnam was a war that was uh, just a proxy war, like Korea. 
just like Afghanistan. You know, it was uh, Russia won two, and we won one. We beat them in Afghanistan. They they uh, tied us in Korea and basically tied us in Vietnam. But but uh, those were proxy wars that were just uh, you know the big boys uh, flexing their muscles. Well, I was there. I know. Well, I, I have to disagree with you when you say that uh, World War II was a war to save the world. Uh, it's just another war, and if you go back to General Smedley Butler from World War One, uh, he is a you know a, a really well honored. Wasn't he a general, multi-star general, or something like Major that? General. Major general. Major uh, general. I mean, he said that war is a racket, and he was right. Uh, war is really an excuse to have the politicians reward their friends in industry with uh, lucrative contracts. That's probably well, Eisenhower said the same thing when he yeah. warned us about the industrial uh, military complex. All right. Uh, you know, and Smiley Butler was a very intelligent man, and so was Eisenhower. But, but the point is, is that you know this stuff breaks down, and you know, uh, I, I guess you know if I can leave you with a bottom line, uh, I appreciate you keep me on hold and everything. But uh, you know what we've got going on, what concerns me more than anything that I ever saw, even as a recon marine, uh, you know, in Laos and Vietnam, I, I've, I've never been so scared as i am right now about what uh, scared about what i i am a lifelong republican and uh i i don't have any faith in the republican party i have no faith in the democratic party to say the least hmm. uh you know our country is adrift and uh, you know we're getting ready to throw away everything that my whole family has fought for for you know a hundred years. How did the uh, just? I mean, as a, out of curiosity, how you said you uh, you are a lifelong Republican, but you're not so enamored by them at these at this point. How did they lose you, Joe? Well, they lost me because uh, uh, first of all, I I, I felt that uh, well, I, I, they, I guess they've been losing me slowly for quite a while. Mm -hmm. uh, but but uh, was there anything George that was the Bush, icing on the cake? The uh, the straw that I, the, I, the, I did not like George Bush had an arrogant attitude. And, uh, you know, it was like, don't question me and don't, you know, I, I know what I'm doing. And, and, you know, he was fairly aloof and uh, uh, he, he was a guy who who really didn't want to answer anybody's questions. Uh, he spent money like like a uh, uh, Lyndon Johnson Democrat. Yeah, and some small government, party. huh? <laughs> uh, so here we are now. And now we've got somebody who I consider the biggest threat to the history of our nation uh, uh, that I've ever seen. Well, uh, I think that the best thing that can come out of this is the destruction of uh, the nation, and I don't mean in any violent fashion. I mean just ending the, uh, the experiment. I, I, think that's his, uh, I think that's his goal. I, I really believe that he feels, you know, that you know, it's like a proletariat, uh, you know, totally Marxist viewpoint that, you know, that everything that everybody's achieved in their life, including myself, was... What it was achieved on the backs of the poor, mistrodden people, and you know, a lot of the, you know, I grew up in the South, and and uh, you know, in the '60s we didn't have, uh, uh, you know, in rural South we we didn't have all these problems, you know, you know, uh, people are making a living out of out of 
but you know. Well, you also didn't have uh, you also didn't have the government extracting a significant as as significant a portion of your wealth on a yearly basis as you do today, which is maybe why you know economically uh, the cost of living might have been a little bit. Uh, you're able to support yourself better. I mean, certainly we know that back uh, several decades ago it was possible to support an entire family on one person's income. Now it's necessary to to have at least two I people my working. Kids, my wife was a stay-at-home mother, yep. and my kids were born. Uh, my son was born in 1978. My daughter was born in 1980. Joe, we got to move and on. I thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Yeah, when I said I, I wanted to, you know, the, the destruction of the nation, again, I don't mean in any sort of violent terms. I mean just why continue the experiment? It obviously hasn't worked. Right. The, the, the <laughs> if whole the experiment idea. was in um, a, a constitutional republic, yeah, we've taken care of that crap. We don't have one anymore. They don't pay attention to the Constitution any longer. The document, uh, the, the government doesn't look anything like the document. Sorry. Yeah, and there's there's example after example you can cite. It's, it never ends. We go to Dave listening to KG, uh, KGOE in Eureka. Dave, you're on Free Talk Live. Well, I personally believe there's probably a lot of good people involved with the United Nations, but that's not why I called. I called on the subject of what are we doing in Afghanistan. And uh, billions of dollars every week are going from the U.S. Treasury into the pockets of Bechtel. Billions of dollars every week are going into the pockets of Lockheed Martin. Billions of dollars every week are going from our Treasury, from Halliburton, into the pockets. Yeah. Um, does anybody think that's just a coincidence? Or no. Might, no, might that have a small part in what we're doing over there? I'd say that has a big part. So were you uh, schnookered by Obama? Did, did you believe for a moment that he was an anti-war um, president? Well, the one thing Obama's got for him, he he didn't have a tough act to follow. You know, he's he's got to be an improvement. Uh, I don't I don't think all that. Are much. you are you only saying that because you want to believe it, or do you believe there's some evidence for that? I believe that he is a better president than what we've had. I do believe that. What do you is it because do... the world views him uh, as a, more of a statesman than they viewed George Bush? Um, I think so. How do you, quanti- th- how do you quantify uh, how he's better? Is it anything in particular or just a feeling you get? Well, you know, it's mostly verbal. He's not getting us out of the war. He's not doing any of the things that I had really hoped that he would do. Hmm. But, uh, now, I know you're out there in California. One of the other things he's not doing is uh, living up to his promise where he said he was going to stop the DEA raids on the medical marijuana clinics out there. Uh, just this past week, federal agencies uh, raided two West Side marijuana dispensaries, the, the story from the Los Angeles Times. And uh, during the raids, they decided to shoot someone's dog uh, while they were at it. So it's, yeah, it's business as usual. And I really don't see much that has changed. Uh, I mean, certainly things are changing. They're moving in the same direction they've always been moving in, and that is uh, in more in a, a direction that involves more governmental control over, over our lives. Your thoughts? Well, you know, I believe you could be a pretty terrible president and still be a radical improvement over Bush and Cheney. I believe that. Fair enough. Thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate it. 800-259-9231. That's I, I, I don't disagree that that's the reason that we have Obama is because uh, George Bush 
really was a, a terrible, terrible conservative. Rush Limbaugh told me this is the real conservative. This is the low tax guy. This is the one. This is the small government guy. And I'm sorry, I'm sick of getting lied to by these Republicans. And I think that the uh, the lot of America is. All right, more on the way. You t- uh, take control of the airwaves. Bring up anything. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It's the Saturday edition of the show. We're here to take your phone calls about whatever you want. You can dial in toll-free to 1-800-259-9231. That is the SACL-CAI toll-free line. And SACL-CAI has a full-orbed approach to account recovery. It's really three companies in one. They do collections, early outbilling, and they purchase charged-off receivables. SACL knows the way they treat your customer reflects on you. So their staff is respectful, they record every call, and they have the best equipment money can buy, so your business is handled as efficiently as possible. See their banner at freetalklive.com, that's SACL, C-A-I. And don't forget to visit our website at freetalklive.com, the features on the site we give away, unlike those other talk show hosts. Uh, Those features also include archives, so if you've missed a moment of the show, click and download. You can grab an entire week right there on the front page, plus uh, we've got months. You can just get a whole month of the show all in one easy-to-download chunk called The Torrent. Uh, It's all there going back for an entire year, so a free year's worth of archives right there on the front page of the website at freetalklive.com. And before we go on with these phone calls, uh, your phone calls, I want to welcome our brand newest affiliate, AM1230, The Talker, KZYM in Joplin, Missouri. Brand new, I believe a brand new talk station has gone on the air in Joplin. Uh, Zimmer Radio launched another one. So how cool is that? They've got two uh, talk stations, and we're on one of them. So welcome to KZYM and listeners in Joplin. Man, if I was opening a, a radio station these days, there's no way I'd put music on it. It's, a, it's madness. It is, absolutely. They, I, because people want to hear Crazy Train one more time? <laughs> because they need to hear Friends in Low Places one more time? Uh, because they can't hear it on their MP3 player? Right. All right, so we go to your phone calls about whatever you want, and we will talk to, I believe we have, uh, nope, Jeremy's gone. Let's go to Ben, listening to WSC-FM in South Carolina. Hey, Ben. Hey, how are you all doing? What's on your mind tonight, Ben? Well, one quick thing. Uh, First of all, what what is y'all's military background? I'm just curious. I got nothing. Okay. So the opinions that you have about military and so on and forth is basically a media is what? Is, is a what? Media. It's media? Media or what you've read or what you've heard from somebody else. Oh, from the media? Well, I have yeah. my opinion based on the fact that uh, I don't appreciate uh, coercion and the military is coercively funded. And my opinion is that the U.S. federal government shouldn't exist. But, you know, that's kind of really drilling down uh, to the issue. But, yeah, I think my, my okay. opinion is All based right. on what I, what, I lear- what I have learned in my life. Yes, sir. And, and therefore, let me ask you one more quick question on that part. Age factor, yours. Mark, how old are you? <laughs> I'm older I'm than uh, I'm older than Thomas I'm Jefferson today. was when he wrote the Declaration of Independence and Jesus Christ when he died on the cross for your sins. Is I don't know for you. I'm I'm 29, uh, and I I'd also like to say that I base my opinions on the members of the military that I've known personally that I've had experience with. I really think this age thing, like, what difference does it make? Do old people really know more than I do? Because I don't think they do. I think the evidence is that humans kind of forget as they go along. All I'm going to say on that is this. If you never experienced fight, if you never had a hand bank combat, then you, then you no, you can't. You can never say that. But and what's combat so have to do with um, tax dollars? Well, well, that too, exactly. I don't, I don't agree with the fact that what we did per se as far as tax dollars. But at that point in time, what we did 
we created a, a um, economical situation that grew with the United States of America, and you have to you have to admit to that. Not that I agree with it at all, but it was an entity that happened at that point in time. I'm not sure now, what you're I'm talking about. I'm not sure about. which war you're talking about here. I, I, I'm, I'm, Vietnam. Vietnam. Okay. Vietnam. At, at that point in time, we weren't we weren't in a derogatory situation at all, but Nam brought an awful lot of money to the United States of America. An awful lot of money. Oh, certainly, for the building weapons, jobs, and so on and so the on. Military well, that's, and so the, that's the broken window fallacy. It, it didn't bring any a- money in. Absolutely, absolutely. Because oh, it did. absolutely. They well, took, wait, wait, no, no, wait, wait. Before you wait, go on, you need to explain they the took broken window the money fallacy. Away from the American individuals, uh, you know, taxpayers, yeah. and they gave it to the military. That didn't bring any money in. It routed money differently, and they routed it by by force. Yeah, and, and I agree. I agree on that, but right. it, 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 you know every war that we've ever been into has brought us out of not a recession, but a depression. Not a depression, but a recession, or whatever you want to call the factor. But what I, my, my big question to you tonight is this: If we are, if if Obama is, and I've, I've, I have very many great friends of mine that are Democrats. I'm not a Democrat. I'm a Republican, but I'm a I'm a hardline re- Republican. What is that? Wait, wait, wait. Before what's, you go on your point, what's, what's it mean to be? Mean? Yeah, what's that mean to be a hardline Republican? I don't like either or. Huh? I don't like either or. You don't either, like the Republicans or the Democrats? At this point in time in my life. Yeah, same here. Yes. But what does it mean to be a hardline Republican? I mean, what is it? Can you define that? Well, I, w- I would like to be more. Um, I would like. I would like to see us become more reserved in a lot of things that we do that we are not. I think our spending is way out of hand, uh, and um, I, I, I'm not saying that the Republicans wouldn't do that, but I think Democrats are just going way out of hand on what we're doing on this. Without this, it's, it's just a health care plan, you know. Why, why push it through? Why not take six months, maybe even a year, maybe a year and a half? Okay, so go ahead back on your original. By the way, I don't want you to lose your original track. So go ahead and get, make sure you get back to that. Well, maybe I'm on my original okay. track. I don't understand what we're doing here. Who's uh, we? In, in reality, of what. The Democratic, Mr. Obama, whoever it is, and the Congress and everybody else, and what they're trying to do here, they're, they're trying to push a lot of stuff through that nobody ever gets a chance to read. And, and, and this Nazi thing and everything else going on here, because people are standing up wanting to really know, why can't we know? And, and why, why do they have to just push it through? What does he want to just push through? And, well, you know, well because he wanted to push through in three months. The reason that he know? wants it pushed through is because it'll be a victory for him and his mandate. Um, it doesn't matter that. what kind of health care we get, as long as we get what there's what what the Democrats are going to call a health care plan. Then, ta-da! The Democrats so, win. What, what is what is your stand on that? What is my stand on what? And what he's doing. I think that uh, I, th- I think that free people should be able to spend their money the way that they wish and not have it stolen from them in the first place. Right, absolutely. I yeah, think exactly. if I think right. if you uh, if you think healthcare in this country stinks, just wait until the government runs it. I mean, well, it, it pretty so much absolutely. does. Absolutely. That's the, that's the yeah. problem with it right now is that the government pretty much does run healthcare in this country. It spends over fifty percent of every single healthcare dollar exactly. that's uh, that's spent that's in the system. Exactly. And that's not and, since and, Obama. And, you know, that's I'm since all- decades. Oh, absolutely. And I'm only privileged to certain things in my old days, but I know there's only two healthcare programs in the world, for what I understand, and that's France and Germany, and both of them go a billion dollars in debt every year. Well, I'm and, not sure uh, what you mean by there are two healthcare programs. Well, there are several countries that are running socialized. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. But the only quote unquote successful ones that people, you know, in Germany, they're paying what, what percentage is it? Uh, almost 10% of theirs goes to healthcare. 
of yep. taxes. They pay a great We're deal, and um, what Jim- Germany doesn't have that the United States has is a gigantic mil- military, the hugest military the world's ever seen. And I, if- and I wonder why that is. I, I I think that they probably that uh, they probably feel they don't need it now with the United States' huge military. Um, pretty much, the United States taxpayer pays for the military for most of Europe. Exactly. Um, even even at that point in time, they go a billion dollars every year, and that's been going on ever since Hitler was Hitler installed that. Yeah, it was it was it was on its oh, way did. in before Hitler, yeah. but certainly he cemented oh, yeah. it. Um, if Absolutely. the the best uh, socialized healthcare system in the world is Japan's. And that's true. that's true. You're it, absolutely right. But I don't know that even, we could necessarily. For one, they have no military either. We do their military for them. We we are basic. The United States taxpayer pays for the military for the vast majority of civilized countries in the world because our uh, it's our navy that's patrolling the uh, the, I, the ocean. I would think you stuff. call that a Damon Jim. A what? From start. I think you would call that a Damon Jim from start, right? I'm not enough of a trick. Oh, damn it, Jim. Got it. Thanks, Joe, for the call. I appreciate hearing from you. Uh, Yes, sir. Oh, not Joe. Ben. Thanks, Ben. (laughs) That's Ben. (laughs) Sorry, Ben. All right. Too many three-letter names. 800-259-9231. You can bring up anything. So, yeah, definitely on this show, not in favor of government-run health care and not in favor of the current government-run system either. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. It is your show, and you can bring up anything via the toll-free number, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And we invite you to our website at freetalklive.com. We have the shrine of female listeners. Dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send us their validated photo and prove they listen to the show. You can see that for yourself, and if you are a lady listener, you can get involved over at shrine.freetalklive.com. Also, we're accepting video. Video, uh, video validations. Get all the details at shrine.freetalklive.com. Now, what if you found out that the best liberty activists from around the world were moving to the same place in order to achieve liberty in their lifetimes? Would you want to join them? It's happening, and you can be a part of it. If you join the Free State Project at freestateproject.org, go there and learn more. Freestateproject.org. As we continue taking your phone calls about what you want, we'll go to David listening in uh, Denver. David, you're on Free Talk Live. Yes, hello. I uh, just happened to catch you on the Internet, and I've been interested on this topic of Afghanistan. Uh, Why are we there? Um, Because as a a country, as a Western civilization, we have allowed political correctness to distort our understanding of history. We don't know what Islam is. We, um, <clears throat> it's a fool's errand to try to democratize Islam. And <clears throat> every penny that we've spent, every life lost, every limb lost has been wasted. Because <clears throat> when we leave, it will be Islam still. <clears throat> no democracy. And uh, <clears throat> it's just a sin. The Democrats and the Republicans both equally are to blame and all of the teachers in the schools everybody in the media anybody who is afraid to speak the truth about this um, is basically part of the problem yeah. um, what we need to do is completely separate ourselves from islam we cannot allow it to spread in the west we have to stop 
Muslim immigration. Well, I don't know if I agree with that at all. Uh, I mean, <laughs> why don't you want people to be free to have their religion, sir? What's because wrong with that? Because Islam does not allow freedom of religion. In other words, it's... Well, that's funny. I think there are plenty of uh, Islamic people living here in the United States, and they're, they're not running a jihad against you. Because we have freedom of religion. You cannot do that in any country that is controlled by Islam. Once there are enough Muslims in any location, in Detroit, Michigan, it already is happening. They do not allow freedom of speech about Islam. It's happening in Europe. See, this is the thing. Even you um, are denying this. And so how can we as a country defend so ourselves? let me see if I'm understanding here what you're saying. You're, you're saying you should be afraid, Americans, because these evil Islamic people, they want to come over here and shove their religion down your throats. Sure, there's no evidence that uh, the American Islamics are doing anything uh, of that sort, but you're saying oh. that's just because they don't have a majority yet, but once they get a majority, they'll force everybody to uh, join their little cult? Well, basically, I mean, that's putting it in a kind of a funny way, but... Basically, the truth is that throughout history, in other words, Islam is a government system as much as it is anything else. And where the, the main goal, in other words, of Islam is not to save somebody's soul or to make somebody a good person so that they help their neighbor. You know, there's no golden rule, this kind of thing. It's to spread Islam. It's, it's the Sharia and the spreading of Islam through jihad is actually the purpose of Islam. Um, now, what I'd like for uh, to happen here tonight is somebody who actually considers themselves uh, Islamic to call and uh, rebut what it is you've said. Right, because, cause, uh, you know, the, 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 been, Islam's been around for a long time, and the, the attacks on Christian nations, because you would think that these jihads would go on from the, the border nations of the Islamic countries into the Christian nations, and that they would have swept over us like a, a scimitar-waving no. tide. But you I don't know, see you know, a lot history. of evidence in that. You understand history, in other words... I understand history pretty good. I mean, I, I do my best. Nobody North can know Africa, it all. North Africa, Syria, Turkey, Iraq, Iran, the entire Middle East was Christian and Jewish. There were even Jewish tribes in Arabia. Muhammad didn't come along until the 7th century. That's 700 That's years yeah. after Christ. Yeah. And at that point, they began the war on the Christian and the Jewish peoples. So we're, you, we're gonna go, you're going to go back a thousand years. Do you want to bring no, up the Crusades? It continued all the way through. The Crusades were a response, R-E-S-P-O-N-S-E, a response to Islam. Do you think that the uh, Nazis? Do you think the Nazis considered the gas chambers a response to the Jews? The Nazis were actually supporters of Islam. Yes, they, that's correct. They supported the idea that they sure. had. In other words, Muhammad was this successful Hitler, if you look at it in truth. In other words, he wiped out entire tribes of Jews in Arabia. So, David, do you support wiping out people uh, in response to that? No. What we have to do is protect ourselves by not allowing Islam to spread in the West. So what would that mean for you? Yeah, how exactly are you going to stop Islam what from spreading? What you do is, since we have freedom of religion, mm -hmm. we can't just come out and say outlaw Islam as a religion. Mm -hmm. You outlaw anyone who calls for Sharia, because that is a political act. It's calling for the overthrow of our constitutional form of government. Well, it's already been done. Yeah. Well, Constitution's well, no, been don't, don't overthrown get, a long time ago. Let's not get off track here. <laughs> now, anyone who is calling for Sharia, 
is saying that ultimately, whether they do it by peaceful means or by terrorist bombs, they want to overthrow our government, and that's treason. Now, wait a minute. Okay, hold on a second here, because on this show, on a regular basis, I say I want nothing to do with the federal government. I'd like to see it dissolved. I'd like to see New Hampshire, where I live, uh, secede or de- rather declare independence. I think that's a more positive way to, to put things. Is oh, that I mean, Sharia? That's, that's fun, but you have to be serious. You could oh, not have any freedom in any country that has Islam as a, prior, as a majority population. So, you would not have any freedom so of So you're speech. saying you want to ban someone from coming here if you know that they've said something specifically when they we were... have to ban all immigration from any Muslim country, unless it's a Christian trying to escape that Muslim country, and anyone who is already here... So you're saying, no more, you're saying no can more... We see, can we recognize the Muslims because of the horns in their heads? No, it's the it's not the individual Muslim that's the problem. It's the ideology of Islam. But you're talking about targeting individuals and preventing them from coming here. You're targeting the ideology. You you can't tell any one individual Muslim whether they are. In other words, the 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 people who really want to follow Islam truthfully are in amongst the others. You can't separate them out. So what? I'm still a little confused as to what you are planning on doing here. You're, you're talking about some sort of immigration restrictions. Yes. What it, can you elaborate a little bit more on that? That did not realize that until the 1965 Immigration Reform Act, there were basically zero Muslims in America and in, in the West. And it wasn't until that radical reform where anyone was to be accepted from any country, we no longer favored European nations, that this explosion of Islam in the West occurred. And it's because we don't understand history, because we have a politically correct multicultural view... I don't want to get into that. I want you to explain to me how you, if you were in charge, how you would uh, put a stop to this, you know, uh, supposed scourge of people that have a different religion from you. We would have to say that, look, we know what Islam is all about. It, it It is to replace the governments all over the world, and we cannot allow that in the West. If an individual Muslim will wants to is already here, and they will resist or not call for Sharia, this is the, what the political connection. Anyone who calls for Sharia, it's it's an entire system that replaces all other forms of government. This is why we're failing in Afghanistan. Okay, you, you still haven't actually explained to me anything concrete about what you want to do. How are you going to I, ascertain? I can't be any more concrete by saying we cannot allow Islam into the West. It will destroy our country. But how you will you prevent it? Islam's an idea, and how do you it's stop a ideas? It's and it's a form of government. I want to get something concrete from you, and I'm willing to hold on to your call to get it if you can give it to me. I'm not going to okay. give you too many more opportunities. So solidify your plan. If David was in charge, how would David stop people who are believers in Islam from coming to the United States of America? How would you do it? 800-259-9231 is the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show, and you can bring up what you want by dialing toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800 259 
9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. The features are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. And don't forget, if you like this program and you want to help support Free Talk Live, we ask that you become a Free Talk Live amplifier. Those other talk show hosts charge you for their websites. We give you all the features free up front and then ask you to voluntarily support us for as little as three bucks a month. You also get a few perks. You get access to the Amp Only call in lines, chat room, forum. There's a few other things you'll get uh, that only amplifiers get, like access to the Amp Only podcast that has virtually no commercial content. Uh, so there are a number of reasons to Amp. But the number one reason, I would hope, is to help get Free Talk Live on more radio stations and spread the ideas of freedom as far and as wide as possible. So head over to amp.freetalklive.com. Get on board. That's amp.freetalklive. Dot com as we go back to David. He is in Colorado. And David, you're saying that uh, you're making claims about Islam and how you know Islamic people are evil and they're looking no, to, you know, that, to take, over, uh, take over all the countries that they're in. You're saying they're trying to come here. This is my interpretation. You can clarify here in a moment. But it was my understanding where you said that the Islamic people are coming here to try to take things over and force their uh, religion down everyone's throats. Is that, where did I go wrong there? Well, it, you're, by focusing on the people rather than the ideology is the problem. In other words, the individual Muslim that you might meet next door, your neighbor, could be a perfectly swell fellow. But the problem is the ideology. If you bring 500,000 more just like him and they're in a big group, they have no option but to follow the commands of Islam. Any of them that decide they don't want to are killed. There's a case right now of a, of a young girl who's under 18 years of age. She ran away from home because her parents want to kill her because she became a Christian. In other Where words, was this? This is She ran away to Florida. I don't know her name offhand, but you can certainly find it easily on the Internet. She ran away from Ohio, and they're going to send her back to her death if they don't understand what's going on. So you're, but, you're saying here that you want to keep Muslims out of the United States. For their own good and ours. <laughs> How we is it that you're have. going to accomplish? <laughs> I, I remember they were going to send black people back to Liberia for their own good and ours, well, no, too. Here's the reason. We need to have a place for people who want to leave Islam to escape to. If every country has a sizable population of Muslims, there will be no way for anyone who is a Muslim to leave because they have the death penalty for leaving Islam. And that's why there's no freedom of religion. There's no democracy. And this is why we cannot allow it here. But you so what you're saying is that the Muslims in America are going to try to recreate the tyrannical uh, despotism that they left. They, they don't even have to want to do it. It will just happen. It's happening in <laughs> Europe. You're saying, you're saying they don't think for themselves? Is that what you're suggesting? Basically, that's it. You shut your mind off when you follow Islam because you cannot Oh, and that doesn't happen with Christianity? It. You cannot question anything. Um, You're telling me Christians don't shut their minds off? Look, I want to hear from you how you plan on doing this. If you were in charge, David, how would you stop Muslims? Implementation is very important. Three things would have to happen. One, as part of the citizenship oath, they would have to renounce any idea of Sharia. Any calls for Sharia, they would renounce that. And in the future, if they called for Sharia, they would be forfeiting their citizenship. Any immigration would be stopped from Muslim countries. We cannot allow any more. 
Unless it's, so that's like it. Say, so that's it. If they come from a country that is predominantly Muslim, they're just not. It's not even an option on the table. They wouldn't even be able to t- to do step one, and that is renounce the Sharia. Renounced Islam, or they are a Christian or a Jew or some other religion, and they're trying to escape the tyranny of Islam. So, and but that. You were just saying that it, it, you couldn't focus on the religion and still, um, you know, not be targeting individuals. We have freedom of right. religion in this country. Well, so. I mean, it, it basically, ultimately, we need to amend the Constitution so that to say that the First Amendment rights do not apply to Islam because it wow. is Excellent. a form of government. What's step three, David? I just can't wait to hear this. That was step three, amending the Constitution. Oh, amending the Constitution. In other words, your responses to me prove that you do not understand Islam and history. In other words, and your responses we, to me prove that you're a bigot. Thanks for the call. Eight hundred. Thank you. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. You're intolerant and you're scared and you're afraid of these uh, this boogeyman of people that believe a, a religious. I am not afraid. I think that liberty will outshine whatever stupid hocus pocus religion these people are coming up with. I think that if we actually have liberty in this country and we don't go amending the constitution out of fear um, that we will actually show them, look, hey, you can have a great country like ours. It doesn't have to be a third world crap hole. You can live here like us, and I believe that's the reason that they come here. Yes, sure, I'm absolutely certain that there are people that even, that believe in Islam in the United States right now that would want to kill their daughters for you know some kind of silly infraction or whatever. I'm certain that's true, but there are people in the United States that are killing their daughters that are Christians too. It's happening. So, sure. you know, to, to to point this out over one issue, it, it, it's pointless. You know, this. It's what's interesting about this, Mark, is that the government. Here we are again in this conversation that is ultimately about who gets to control who, right? The people like David and the other scaredy Christians that uh, that he hangs out with, they're frightened to death. Of the You're just idea. making assumptions that he could be, you know, an atheist. They're frightened to death. He was talking very highly about the the Christians, so it seems like a pres- safe presumption. Uh, so they're frightened to death that somebody with a differing belief system is going to take control of the the apparatus of government in the area where they, that he happens to live, and then they essentially force their belief system on everybody in that geographic area. And it's a legitimate concern. I certainly don't want that. It's a legitimate concern from the perspective of that's what government does. Government encourages people with differing belief systems to uh, to it fosters conflict between those different sure. groups, whether it's the Christians and the Muslims or, you know, the Christians and uh, some homosexuals or whatever the two, the different groups are that are at odds on some issue. It basically says to those groups, well, only one of you can be in charge of this organization, and so you guys fight amongst yourselves, and uh, eventually some of you will get into the seats of power, and you'll be able to wield the, the guns of government uh, to your benefit. And right. maybe a few years later you'll lose power, and the alternate side will get in. They'll wield the guns of government on you. You'll abuse one another for all of the rest of eternity. Well, and you also got to, um, you know, the way it was being characterized, the fact is in this, in this country we will throw people in jail. We will imprison people for violating the tenets of Christianity. You know, Christian. I was taught in church that your body's a temple, so you can't do drugs. You're telling me that that the the whole drug war isn't about uh, Christianity. That 
the the whole temperance movement in the early 1900s wasn't Christianity? Mm. Are you telling me that the the outlawing of prostitution that's not about Christianity? These yeah. all these things. I mean, I'll, I'll grant you these are it's a scary situation. The idea of uh, Sharia law getting in place because currently we have Christian law in place in this country, and we're throwing people in jail for violating religious uh, tenets. 1.5 million people were arrested last year for simple drug possession. So, how do you explain that? What would Jesus do to somebody who was smoking opium or uh, whatever the drugs might have been back in his day? What would Jesus have done? Uh, so that's what government does, right? It's it's a uh, it's a tool of force. It's a coercive monopoly. It's a violent monopoly, and whoever's in charge gets to wield it for their benefit. They get to promote their views and force them down the throat of everybody else. They get to extract money from the from everybody and use it to uh, to, be, to benefit their friends. Let's their... outlaw democracy instead of outlawing Islam. That would make more sense. Outlawing government would make more sense than trying to ban people from coming to what at one time was the greatest uh, plot of land on the entire earth. I don't know if it can make that. I don't know if we can make that claim. Uh, but the evidence is that it cannot claim to be the the freest economically freest country um, on. In Earth is all you have to do is look at the Conservative Heritage Foundation's numbers, um, and you can go to FreeTheWorld.com. Look there too. The fact is, United States not the freest country in the world. Sorry. Let's go to and if you put people like David in charge, it'll be even worse. Yeah, got to stop those Muslims. You know. Let's go to at, Gray at any cost. Gray is listening to WFLA FM in Tallahassee. Gray, you're on Free Talk Live. Gray, are you there? Great job. Oh, Gray is gone. All right. Well, in that case, how about Mahan or Mahan in Oregon? You are on Free Talk Live. How do you pronounce your name? Mahan. Mahan. You're on the air. M-A-H-U-A-N. Yes, sir. I've been here since 1934. Gosh. Okay. And uh, we are living in the end times, unfortunately. Oh? I was sent here from the planet Maropia, which is 700 (laughs) light years from here, where Gabriel lives, who was eight feet tall, which is mentioned in the Bible, and three billion angels. That is far out. So Yes, so, well, you see, nobody on this planet knows who God is. They do not know where heaven is. Well, I'm gonna, we're going to find it all out. If you will just hang on, we okay. have someone who's traveled across the universe to talk to us tonight on Free Talk Live. This is a night to behold. Uh, maybe you've got a question for Mahan. Was it Mahan? May, Mahan? Mahan. May, Mahan? All right, more coming up here. Uh, Hopefully he'll hang through the news here, and maybe he can answer your questions about, I don't know, we've just barely scratched the surface of our conversation with with this guy here. Uh, We'll get to it in moments. It's Free Talk Live. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronic, photo, cell phone, office product, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, a great deal, delivery to your door, and a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon through Amazon.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. We are launching into the third hour of the Saturday edition of the program. You can take control of the airwaves toll-free and bring up whatever you want. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. We're going to continue taking your calls here about anything. And we have Mahan on the line with us from Oregon but Mahan, you had just a few precious moments before the end of the second hour, and we had just picked up your phone call and just had scratched the surface of what you were trying to say. You say you're from another planet. Yeah, I was. I was seated here 
clear back in 1934 before they ever mentioned about UFOs and aliens, which is a false statement by anyone that puts it out, because there are no aliens in outer space. There are no UFOs. Really? Yes. So what are people seeing there when they see the uh, They the are UFOs? seeing angels and crafts, and God has created 50 different types of ships, but they are not UFOs. Huh. They are either deltas, wedges, mother ships, uh, pyramid-shaped ships. It's like I said, there's 50 different types of ships, but this, now, this why were you why were instigated you by the government. Mahan, why were you sent to uh, to Earth? I've been here periodically nine different times to open the door on all the cover-up and all the secrecy we've had since actually... Uh, well, this has been going on for centuries because. But you've only been you've only this. been here since 1934. Right. Now, why why were you sent here? You were sent here to to uh, destroy well, a cover up. Well, I was sent here to help one who just recently had a heart attack, who's been here for a lengthy length of time. And, and how would you describe yourself? Would you describe yourself as uh, as an alien or an angel or what? What's your what's your? There role? are no such thing as aliens. Just. Forget that statement. Right. That's put out by Coast to Coast, the History Channel, and many others. So have you been on Coast to Coast? They don't want me on. They, they don't. don't want the truth out. They part are of, part are of the they, cover-up. They're part of the cover-up. Okay, so they're in Absolutely. on it. Absolutely. Now, what is being covered up exactly? The existence of who the angels are, where they live, how Earth was formed. God created life on this planet 540,000 years ago. Before that... It was a bare planet, excepting the fallen angels, which I'm sure you're familiar with, created no. the globalists. I, I really don't have any idea what you're what you're talking about. That's why I'm asking you a bunch of questions to to do my okay. best to try to to uh, to wrap my mind around this. I mean, obviously, uh, I'm an Earthling here, so I I'm just trying to understand. So you well, look... it's all in two books. Let me give you a website. You've got your website. Get your own website. Those, okay, okay. What's those that? Those that do not have computers, I'd advise them to get to a computer and write down www.angelsonline-books.com. Angelsonline-books.com. Now, what is it someone's going to learn there? Are they going to have to pay for your book? They're going to learn everything from the time Earth was formed until the end time. Now, the is it free? Thing, is it is it free or are you going to have to pay? Well, you have to buy the two books. How oh, now, what's up with that? I now, mean, Mahan, how long do we have here? You said it's the end times, and I'm wondering, you know, I, I've, 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 um, I've got to check my IRA and stuff. The end times are very close as there were three white buffalo born in 2004. And that's okay. an indication from the ancient Indian philosophy and prophecy that the Great White Father will be coming soon, which is true. So the, the angels don't know when the end of time is? They're just, they're just as clueless they as know, the rest of us? but they don't know exactly when they're coming because of the contamination on the planet and the fallen angels that have control of it, like Alex Jones has, the globalists have control of this planet. And they have had since... Before, it was terraformed with all life. When the pyramids were built and all animals and life was put on the planet. How old are the pyramids? That, it was a bare planet. How old are the pyramids? Pardon? How old are the pyramids? You suggested that the planet was... 540,000 uh, years 540,000? So scientists don't have any idea how old they are. It tells in the second book... Yeah, so science, uh, carbon, uh, the various different uh, d d sort dating of radiometric methods. dating, and not carbon fourteen. That doesn't go back too. Uh, it's not that. I guess there are different types of radiometric dating. So you're saying radiometric dating, a uh, bunch of bunk, uh, half lives, Everything, nonsense. Your PhDs and your scientists are the dumbest people on the planet, bar anything. 
Have you met Gene Ray? Have, have, you met, have you met Gene Ray from TimeCube.com? No, I have not. Sounds like you and him would get along real well. All right, I still have more questions here, Mahan, just because it's rare that you get to talk to an angel here uh, on the radio. I'm I, a hybrid. I'm not a straight angel. My father's an angel, and he's 300 years old and lives on the home world. I have two daughters, ten grandchildren, and three brothers and sisters that so, live on that home world. So how are you a hybrid? How does that work? I mean, did, did your father have sex well, with I'm a human, or what? I'm part Bigfoot, and I what? am part <laughs> You're part <Canadian>. Bigfoot? <laughs> well, uh, quite... You can laugh if you want. Oh, I will. We're all related to Bigfoot. We're all related to Bigfoot. I I have to say, I mean, I didn't expect it to take that turn. I I must say that, you know, of of all the... uh, A lot of things, if you get those two books... I don't have a problem with Bigfoot. I think that it's very possible that there is a primate on the North American continent. Uh, however, to, to be you know to claim to be related to one, he's on and the known. phone right now. The, Bigfoot is on the phone with us right now. That's what you're saying. Do you have a lot of hair? I on have your body? communicated. I have communicated with four of them. One here on Earth that Roger Patterson got a photograph of in 1967, and the others are off planet out near the home world. Which how is, do they get uh, there? Pardon? How did the Bigfoot get to the home world? They go on ships just the same as everything else. Okay. So the like ships... I said, there's 50 different types of ships. Now, let me explain. In the first book... Why 50? Why out... not 45? Why Pardon? not 60? Why 50? Why are there 50 different types of ships? Is there a reason for that? I mean, God must have That's a reason for that. has been developed that are being used... Just like you have different trucks and different cars. Why, do, why does God need a, why does God need a ship? I mean, how do, how do the ships actually tra- transport? Well, it's 800 degrees below zero in outer space, and mm-hmm. there's no oxygen, lots of radiation. And the only way you're going to get from a ropey to this planet is on a ship. Period. Well, um, so now you said there's development. You, uh, there's development. I mean, doesn't God just wave his magic wand and poof? There's a new kind no. of ship, or? If you check the few things in the Bible that are true, God created man in his image, which means God looks like us. Exactly. So the, the, the Bible isn't true? Big, good, big, good share of the Bible is not true. That's why we have been brought forward to bring out the truth. I knew this was true. All right. What is the truth? Can you, can you boil it down to like 30 seconds? No, it's in the two books. <laughs> oh, you've got to buy the books. Now, how much is somebody going to have to pay for these books? It's right online, depending on what country you're in. They're $26 a piece here in the United States, including freight. Now, why would, uh, why would God put books out and require people to pay for them? What, what's the point in that? I mean, aren't there people out there that you know, can't afford that? Those of us that? here on Earth have had to put the material together and get it copyrighted and available. Why would God want to copyright something? What's the point of that? I mean, w- wouldn't God want... Anything on this planet has to be copyrighted to be put out legally. By That's your not true. Not true at all. Not planet. true, sir. Nope. You can put Will whatever you, you want out there. Explain? No, you let me explain, because uh, whatever you want, you can put online and nobody's going to tell you you can't do it. So if you wanted right. to put... If, uh, if your God wanted to put his books, allegedly, on the Internet in full, it would be, uh, you know, next to zero cost. I mean, you'd still have to pay for the website hosting, but you're already doing that. And, and send, sending text over the Internet doesn't take a whole lot of bandwidth. It's not like YouTube with videos. That takes a lot of bandwidth. Audio, uh, I mean, it doesn't take hardly any bandwidth to send text online. Uh, one of my favorite books, Dr. Mary Ruart's Healing Our World, is available in full for free online. And it's Did God incre- patent the motherships? Pardon? <laughs> Did God patent the motherships? Uh, no, there's no such thing as patent. There's not even <clears throat> on the other planets. See, there's such a thing as copyright, but not patent, Mark. God's world. There is no, not even money on other planets. They all do trading 
all of okay. the life forms out there, there are more planets with intelligent life forms than grains of sand on all of the beaches on this world. Now, that's how big heaven is. I, I think that's a believable statement, that there's other intelligent life out, uh, out right. in the universe. They're all, they're all telepathic. They all communicate telepathically, so there's no radios, there's no newspapers, mm-hmm. and there's no telephones. I, I, I have to say that that's so, just in that little capsule, uh, outside of all the other stuff you've been saying, is the most believable thing to me, because I think it's pretty, uh, I think it shows a lot of hubris for, for mankind to think that uh, he's all that's, that there is in the universe. I think it's probably true that there are various you know, different uh, societies and uh, and beasts and all kinds of uh, things out there, and and they would be some of them would be far more advanced than we are. Some of them not quite so much. Uh, I'm sure all of the those things exist in the universe. But uh, I have to say, I find this absolutely fascinating. I think our listeners have some questions for you. So if you don't mind, uh, you know, people want to talk to you. Is that, would that be all right with you, Mr. May? Well, I want, to, I want to raise a couple of more points. I'm sure you do, and you want to sell some books. Hang on, what? 800-259-9231, because, <laughs> you know, God needs money in his bank account. Uh, it's really important to get that word out, so they're charging for it. More coming up. You take control. This is Free Talk Live. Got a question for him? 800-259-9231. Free Talk Live. It is your show, and you can bring up whatever you want toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features are completely free, so enjoy those on us. They include the updates. You get signed up, and we'll keep you in the loop via email whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live. You can go to updates.freetalklive.com. Get on that list for free. That's updates dot freetalklive.com I've been taking a new vitamin an antioxidant called Choose for Health Superfruit Complex it includes uh, fruits and berries that have tremendous health enhancing qualities and contain hundreds of naturally occurring vitamins and minerals and uh, if you want to get a free week of it all you have to do is call 800-219-8874 they'll give you a free week supply all you have to do is pay shipping and handling if you call 800-219-8874 Toll-free number here is 800-259-9231. If you've got a question for the man we have on the line right now, or perhaps he's not really a man at all, if you believe his claims, Mahan is with us uh, from Oregon. Mahan, are you still there, sir? Yes, sir. Now, you would not describe yourself as a man? I'd look like any other human. There's many of us that are what we call the hybrids. And you're a hybrid Men of... And women, and we all look just as human as anybody else. And, and you're a hybrid of what, again, just for our listeners just tuning Palladian. in? Palladian. A what? The Palladians, which is 700 light years from here, and there's six planets that have the Palladians on them that are the angels that watch over this planet. And our mothers are human here on the planet, and... Are also connected with the Bigfoot. So how did your ma? How did your mother get hooked up with an angel? How did that? Well, happen? they were selected from ancient history. All of the mothers that have been bred by the Palladians, anciently connected back to the Palladies. Now, now, did he? It's kind of like the uh, Swiss Guard and uh, for the Vatican. You, know, you have to be selected through this uh, this lineage process. So did well, the Vatican and all religions have no idea who God is. 
The Bible does not tell you who God is. So the uh, who so is God? the oh, hold on now. Let's get to that's a pretty deep question. Let's hold. I want to get the basics here as to how this happened. Now, was your mo- was your mother impregnated like a divine impregnation, or was it you know the uh, it sex? It was a matter of just like Yahshua, the one you call Jesus, was created by the impregnation of Admiral Yahweh with Mother Mary by artificial insemination. So Did you there's say- no such thing as Immaculate conception. Did you say Admiral Yahweh? Yes, he did. So So, what ship does uh, the Admiral in charge of? He's on the homeworld most of the time. There isn't any one particular ship that he's in charge of. So So admirals take care of the the, the ships uh, from the land. That's that's right. There's all different levels. There's lieutenants, there's admirals, there's commanders. So it was six different levels of the angels... That fly ships. All right, Mark, what go about, to your... I've got another question here. Now, um, in the old Star Trek, uh, Captain Kirk hooked up a really hot green chick. Do, you have, do they have a planet of them, too? Uh, their planet is not in our system. However, we are taken aboard ship in the same manner that they talk about uh, Star Trek. Okay, what, what is... Being was, aboard. So what I was your deep question, Mark? The meaning of Are life, or well, something? Well, I, I, he, he said that, uh, that that they don't know that the, the religions today don't know who God is, and I want to know, well, who is they God? Don't. You tell me who God is. Do you know? I I I, I have no idea. Okay. The guy who created the planet. It's in the second book, Yeti Nessie and other entities. In the very first paragraph, it will tell you who God is. Ah, uh, so you can't. He can't answer that question, Mark. You've got to go. I the question. You... It is Genesis of Diversity. That's an acronym. Genesis, Genesis of diversity, which of means diversity. all of those in gold uniforms are a part of the God force that controls many, many planets on many, many universes and <clears throat> create the life on planets and watch over them. Muhan, uh, what is the meaning of life while we have you here? Well, life is uh, every life form has a spirit. So when you die, you go into a spirit, which is an orb. And those who have a direct connection with one of the other planets go directly there after their death, and their body either goes to the grave or cremation. Who is those Roy who Tim? do not have a connection, those are connected with the fallen angels, which are pictured in the first book put out by Mr. Tim. Now, I'm on, yes, who is Roy Tim? He's another one of the star people, one of about 10% that's been here for many, many years. But like I said, he had a heart attack, so I was sent here to take his place tonight to try to get the word out. To you were sent here tonight? I thought you'd been here I since 1934. I was sent here to be here tonight. I was sent here about four or five days ago. Now, why did you choose Free Talk Live? Why, why did you choose this radio I program? I just happened to hear you on, the, on your program on XM, and I was hoping that I could get somewhere to cross to the people because most all of the talk show hosts are wagging their tongues and know nothing about what the future holds, and they're not interested in learning anything. What do you want to get out to the people? What What is your message tonight for people? By, by your book? Is for people to <clears throat> first listen to what I have to say without too much interruptions, because <laughs> I have the ancient knowledge that goes back for the beginning of time. And it's all in those two books. The first book put out by Tim in 2001 has a picture and a st- 
different stories of the fallen angels, which do the cattle mutilations. They do the abduction. He's got all the answers. I'm looking here at the website, angelsonline-books.com, and and you just claim to have all the answers about it, like Nessie, the Loch Ness, you know, Loch Ness monster, the Bermuda Triangle. You even cover that. Uh, Mark, you had another question. We're going to get well, to a phone call. I, you said that you'd just returned to the uh, the planet here uh, four or five days ago, but you'd also said that you arrived here in 1934 and that you've been back to the home world uh, six, five or six times or something like that. I've been. Not does, back to the homeworld, but I've been on other planets close by. Down, in other does, words, Mother Mary lives in Venus. Now, your Bible doesn't tell you where she lives. No, I, I would have never guessed that. The, okay, um, and Val Thor is her pilot, and he was here in 1957. Doesn't it get a little hot on Venus? Pardon? Doesn't it get a little hot on Venus? No, they live inside the planet. Ah, All the planets are hot. Very sharp. Your Bible doesn't tell you even that Earth has a hollow earth that has four times as much growing space as they have on the outside, which is also covered. Well, it's it's not exactly a science text. Okay, know. Mahan, I, what I want to know is, does time pass the same way when you're off-planet? Because if you arrived here in 34, does, say, your your wife and kids, do they miss you while you're gone on your trips? Or my, um, I have no wife on this planet. I see. But you said you have kids, right? On the home world. Oh, in my former okay. life, we all reincarnate, and your Bible doesn't tell you that either. Everything reincarnates. I have two daughters that's over 400 years old, ten grandchildren, and three brothers and three sisters. All right, Mahan, we've world. got a question for you from Stephen in Virginia. We're going to bring Stephen yes. on here. Stephen, you're on with Mahan, who is an angel hybrid thing. Hey, definitely enjoying the show, guys. It's great. Pretty far out. Stephen, what's um, your question for Mahan? Uh, my question is this. Um, does this have anything to do with altered uh, states as far as, um, you know, like substances like, say, psychedelic mushrooms or that type of uh, thing? And I wanted to know what your guess, uh, if anything in his books was said anything about that. Um, I've heard indigenous uh, tribes talk about those, they call those things sacraments. And, you know, some people are dead set against it, but myself, I don't really have an opinion. I just wanted to know what, if there's a role... You know, if there's any connection with that and these angels this guy's talking about or if altered states have anything to do with uh, what he's talking about, I had heard. Good. It's a good question, uh, okay. Stephen. Uh, ha- thank you for the call, Stephen. Mahan, yeah. hang on. I want to give you a chance to answer that question. Uh, okay. Drugs, your thoughts on that, altering one's state of consciousness. And if you got a question for Mahan here, it's very rare you get to talk to someone who claims to be a, uh, a hybrid between an angel and a real person. It's free talk live. Become a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 per month. You'll get perks, and you'll help us free more minds worldwide. Visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You really can call in about anything. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line tonight. It is Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. The features are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. Features including live streams. We have a broadband version of the show, dial-up version, and a webcam, all free at listen.freetalklive.com. That's listen.freetalklive.com. Now, we've got Mahan on the line here still. We've had him on all hour. Uh, He's from Oregon, and he's claiming to be from another world. He's claiming to be, and uh, this isn't coast-to-coast AM, but it's Free Talk Live, and like I say, anyone can call about anything. So it's rare that we get someone claiming to be a half-breed, an angel-slash-human, 
you claim that you've been traveling around the universe and that you've come here now to uh, what 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 are you here for again mahan to help open the door on all the government cover-up and secrecy as we are reaching the end times so and i'm working with plenty of the others there are plenty that have been in communication with different angels which are involved in the second book. The first what is book the goal? What is the goal? I, I understand that you want to sell the books, but I, I, I'm, I, I want just to have to educate the people because it won't be very long that 144,000 will be taken off the planet back to their home worlds and then the rest will stay here, period. That's Revelations in the Bible. If you read Revelation, then that's where we are. The mark of the beast will okay. affect the 6th of June of 06. Whoa, 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 whoa. What now? The 6th of... What? The Mark the Beast went in the 6th of June of 06. So... That's the 666 in the Bible. So... It's a date, not anything else. And that was that? created in Montauk and is being put in all of the military, mm-hmm. all of the mm-hmm. newborns, and also the police, which changes their DNA so they... That's scary. ...are then working for the... All right, so Mahan, so what is the what's the goal here? I mean, you said you want to destroy the government cover-up or or expose the government cover-up of various different things, but what is the purpose? I mean, what are you trying to accomplish long-term? Awaken the people so they know who they are and what their destiny is. What is that? For instance, the chemtrails are oh being put out to kill off the population, alter the weather, and cause the global warming. This is all part of the... But population it, is exploding, so maybe that's not working so well. Well... Uh, if you pay attention, half the population on this planet will be deceased by 2024. 2024. So, so the end times. So wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So if we're going to make it to 2024, you said the end times are coming soon. I, I mean, soon to me sounds like you know a year or two, three, 2012, something like that. But you're saying it's going to go on for at least another dozen years or so. Well, the chosen ones will be taken long before then. 144,000. So at that point, then you're just SOL if you're if you're stuck here. Look, now, I, the, the, uh, the six 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 thing kind of bothers me. Um, you know, when when Paul uh, supposedly wrote uh, Revelations, they weren't working under the Gregorian calendar because that was instituted in 1582. And so, how did he know that? Uh, how was he able to do the, the the like the the lunar math to come up with um, knowing that the date would be uh, the sixth month of the the sixth day of the sixth month of the 2006th year? What they have written in the past has no bearing on what we are presenting. I'm going to state you the facts from the second book. No, don't have I enough time. Don't have enough time for that. I actually, Mahan, I've got to ask you. By the fallen angels. Mahan, I, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, 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 we don't have time for you to read directly from the book here. Uh, I'm just going to have to from the book. go from your. Okay, well, from memory I'm or quoting. Whatever. Things in the book. Mahan, just I, I've got to go back to something because we had Stephen on the line and I spaced out and I didn't. Uh, okay, we'll Stephen. Uh, I'll answer Stephen's question. There are no drugs used. Uh, some of the ancient Indians did use different uh, herbs and mushrooms, but that has nothing to do. In fact, in the book, it states that anybody that uses hard drugs, regardless of whether they're a star person or not, do not go to heaven. Crap, I am screwed. In by the now, what, now what, is, uh, what, is the, uh, what do you define as hard drugs? Anything beyond marijuana. So alcohol, then, hard, hard drug. Well, basically, drugs brought in in 1956 by the Bush 
family from South America, which is like heroin and cocaine and all those drugs that they brought in from and, South America. And alcohol, right? So, so wait, no, wait, Mark. So there are alcohol no, so, um, has been here for centuries. Th- there are no... Uh, the, Marijuana and alcohol is not covered, but the heart... What? So there aren't any people from South America that are part of the Chosen? Mm, I don't think there's very many, but <laughs> the drugs were brought from there by Grandpa Bush on... Ships wait a minute, wait a minute, South wait a minute. America. Hold on a second. You know the Bush family, wasn't, weren't they also involved in alcohol trafficking? Oh, that was the Kennedys. They all Absolutely. get mixed up. No, they were involved in alcohol trafficking, Grandpa they Bush in, or whatever. Involved. They are part of the But globalist. wait a minute, how can you say, now I understand that you, you know, you're claiming to be a hybrid and all that, but how can you even make the claim that, I mean, you want to talk about an unbelievable claim. We'll put all the rest of what you've set aside. You're saying alcohol's not a hard drug? I did not say that. That's not included in the drugs that were brought in in 1956. So you, Alcohol's so, been around way back before the flood when the Romans, they made alcohol. So I'm talking about the hard drugs that were brought to this country from South America and distributed to the distributors to... <clears throat> So I am I am just S O L because I've done uh, I've done se- several. You knew you of, weren't part of the chosen. Come on, man. MDMA, uh, which I found a wonder. It's been a wonderful experience for me, and uh, I've done a LSD a couple times. So I'm just I'm out, right? I mean, there's no That's there's right. no hope for me, huh? That's right. That's a bummer. All right, let's go to the more more phone calls here. People have questions for you, Mahan. Bill is in Indianapolis listening to WXNT. Bill, you're on with Mahan. Well, thank you very much for taking my call. I hope you haven't done any hard drugs, Bill, because you, you know. Sorry. Well, I was going to say this poor guy sounds like an acid trip walking. <laughs> I don't want to uh, point fingers or make fun of anybody because I have nothing against drugs. No, I'm not on any right now. Um, I have a serious, legitimate question for the man, and then I'll just hang up and let you guys okay. go to it. Uh, scientists <laughs> have been questioning this for I don't know thousands of years. What came first, sir, the chicken or the egg? Thank you for the call. Thank you, Mahan. Well, they were both created by God, so take your choice. God created all things on this planet, brought them here. Well, wait, what about the all drugs? All life forms were wait. brought here from other planets and seeded 540,000 years ago, including the trees, the plants, the animals, the birds, the fish, sea mammals, and all were brought here at that time. Does that mean that, that there's no such thing as, no such thing as evolution? Does that mean there's no such thing as evolution? All the, all the stuff was brought here and it's exactly the same as it was when it was brought? Right. Okay, Mahan, what about Nessie? I'm on your website here. Uh, we are pitching these books that you're wanting to sell, and one of them is entitled Yeti, Nessie, and Other Entities. And it seems I was di- I was digging around a little more. You guys have another, uh, at least it seems like there's another website you're tied into. Uh, what is it? Uh, NWHistoryOfSaucers.com, where you've got all kinds of pictures of uh, different people from around the universe and stuff like that. And they all look like sort of the standard run-of-the-mill aliens that you see uh, in most people's drawings. But uh, where does Nessie come into this? Is that the Loch Ness Monster that you're referring to there? Loch Ness Monster, there are 13 species of them around the world. There is one in Wallawa Lake, the Little Alps of Oregon. There's one back in uh, Chance who lives in the Great Lakes. There's one up in Montana. Is there actually one in Loch Ness? Yep. So what you're saying is... Are they are they are they breeding? I mean, uh, you know, you would yep. think that they would need more than one. Absolutely. I mean, so did the did if did Nessie the, come over to the Great Lakes to breed? It'll tell you where they disappear to for months at a time. Oh, you are such you the, are the such a tease. hollow. He already gave this away. Oh, okay, okay, all right. So that's also Bigfoot also disappear before your eyes. 
All right, they let's... were brought here to Earth long before man, after the flood, to clean up the planet. We're got more They're questions. Obvious. They're obviously predator. More people have questions. We don't have a lot of time. Okay. Let's go to Tom in South Carolina listening to WSC. You're on with Mahan. Tom. Mahan, and I'm yes, serious. Do you guys play music? Do you like music? Do you, do you compose music? They have music on other planets, but they do not have money. They do not have banks. They do not have all of the unnecessary things like casinos, bars, no, nightclubs, I mean, and all that you, such do, a thing. Do you have composure of, of the arts is what I'm talking about. Pardon? Do you, com- do you have the arts, the, uh, uh, the music, the plays, the, the storytelling, the, uh, the stuff that you know, civilization passes on to each generation? Do you, do you get into music? Thank stuff? you, Tom, for the I call. Mean, Thank you, sir. Uh, Mahan, uh, music, we'll find out what you have to say about that here in moments. Uh, more with Mahan. If you've got a question for him, you better get on the line now. 800-259-9231. It's Free Talk Live. Live. It's your show. You can bring up whatever you want via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. Uh, tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you really can bring up whatever is on your mind. From time to time, uh, people who are a little unusual will call the show, and we like to explore them, explore their mind, and take your calls for them as well. And Mahan has been uh, a good sport with us here, answering all kinds of uh, off-the-wall questions about his uh, beliefs and what he believes to be the, the, the truth out there in the world. And Mahan, uh, to, to sum it up, as, as I understand it so far, you are, uh, you've been sent here from another, another world, uh, another portion of the universe, uh, basically a, uh, an amalgamation between a human being and an angel, and uh, you are trying to uncover the government conspiracies so people will realize that it's the end times and they'll be able to be whisked away on some magic carpet ride uh, to wherever. Uh, so, And you've got a book, uh, a couple different books that you're trying to promote, you're trying to sell, and of course I suggest that if you really have some sort of word of God that you want to get out, it would make the most sense to put it online for free so people who happen to be poor don't have to pay 26 bucks in order to read what you have to say. But, you know, it's up for you to, to consider that. But um, the question that was on the table before we continue on here and take another call for you from the earlier caller, Tom, in South Carolina, was about music. Uh, is there music on your home world or music on, on other worlds? What sort of cultural uh, options are there out and, there like And that? does that music rock like Nazareth? I already explained there is music on other planets. But, but does it rock is... like Nazareth? Hair, hair of the dog? Does it, does it rock like Nazareth? No, it's How about very spiritual. It's much different than any of the music on this planet. Gotcha. So it's like New Age stuff. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Who the hell the wants to hear a sitar, you know what I mean? Here's a question coming in from, uh, from the Internet uh, for you, Mahan, and that is uh, on your website, angelsonline-books.com. The question is, why is it that you apparently don't have any graphic designers or web talented web designers on your other planet that you can have design the website for you? It's, it's pretty basic, don't you think? We keep it basic and keep it, keep it simple because it's the material in the books, and God had nothing to do with publishing the books. It's those of us who receive our messages telepathically from the angels that created the books. Is God against CD-ROMs, or is God, and not CD-ROMs, but is God against audio CDs, or 
MP3s. <clears throat> no, all that technology was stolen from the angels in the first place. You wouldn't have anything that wasn't here in 1947. Why? Why are you selling audio tapes on your website? There's only one there, which is Angels Over Pendleton shows. I see several a video audio of tapes. The angel that we communicated with. No, you can't put days. video on it. You, no, you can't put video on an audio tape. I'm looking at your website here. There's a page where you've got audio tapes for sale for six bucks, uh, six dollars and twenty-five cents each. I, and I bought both Nazareth and Ario Speedwagon on audio on tape. audio tape. Yeah. But that was back in the '80s. Mark. Yeah, yeah. So I, today is 2009. Today uh, we are working with two books. Yeti Nessie and other okay. entities. Okay, so you're saying the audio tapes are not actually for sale? They're not available this time. You're okay. supposed to be looking at angelsonline.com. I'm right here. That's, that's your website. I'm right there on the videos page. There's a, oh, a that's link there. Tim's website. Okay, whatever. It's the website that I'm on, and there's a videos link. I'm just asking you why you guys are trying to. I mean, if you're getting the word, if you're trying to get the word out about, you know, what you believe is going to happen in the future, maybe you should put it on CD and at least move into the 1990s as opposed to, uh, you know, 1985. Uh, let's continue here and go. I believe we still have. A, do we have another call for uh, uh, for Mahan? I think we do. Araja is on the line, listening in Iowa. Araja, you're on Free Talk Live with Mahan. Awesome. Um, I just have one question for you. Um, I'm not a hybrid. I'm just like a regular person, and I'm wondering if I can get on these ships because I don't really want to die or anything. Um, is that possible? I mean, do I have to be a hybrid, or what's the deal? Well, I would advise that you get the books and read them so you know exactly if you Come are on now. This is a kid. He can't afford 25 bucks. He's spending it well, on, al on alcohol. Can't you just give him the answer? <laughs> I would say no. I can't. Unless he is a believer of what is really out there instead of what they preach in church. So are these the Hale-Bob the... people that killed themselves in California about a decade ago? Pardon? Are these the Hale-Bob people that killed themselves in California about a decade and a half ago? No. Okay. Mahan, can somebody get on this spaceship and leave the planet if they haven't read your books? Yeah, that's why I'm asking. If they, if they are not a hybrid, no. If they are not a hybrid, well, wait. You said there's going to be like a hundred thousand people taken away, or four hundred thousand people taken away from the hundred and forty-four thousand will be all that will be taken when the ships come to pick up the chosen ones. Now, how do now, you get Jehovah's Witnesses think there's a hundred and forty-four thousand chosen? Too? Well, are they the wrong? Jehovah's Witnesses are not going because that's a hundred percent cult. There, <laughs> Yahweh is And you're not, not a cult. <laughs> And you are not a cult, is that right, sir? No, we were seated here 540,000 years ago. We reincarnated and have been sent back. Amazing. Araja, so do no you have another question while we have you, Araja? Um, yeah, uh, I can get on the ship. I don't understand that. I mean, can I, like, sneak on it, or is it, like, there's a force field, or what's the deal with that? There Thanks, Araja. The, board, the ones aboard the ship decide who goes aboard. How? What's the All criteria? All hybrids have implants, so what they're is... communicated with. Okay, but... But, okay, so are any non-hybrids going to be able to get on the ship? Hello? Are, yes, you're still there. Are any non-hybrids going to be able to get on the ship when the time comes? The ones that buy the book. I know of about three because they, one of them is my, the webmaster for Mr. Tim and also is the uh, one who put the book together. So you also have to buy the... Has... So you have to purchase both books uh, and, and read both books. What are the other criteria to get on the ship? Well, that is only to educate the people if they can believe what is true instead of what is printed in the Bible, because a lot of the Bible is left out. It's put out by man, not by God. 
This is God's creation between God and the angels. Mahan, thank you so much for your call tonight. I appreciate it. I want to try to get to some of these other folks who have been waiting very patiently. I think we've pretty much exhausted the uh, the material there, but I'm sure if you want to or- order some of his VHS videos or cassette tapes, you can do that over on his website. 800-259-9231. Uh, you can take control of the airwaves. Let's go to, I believe Gray is on the line. Right now. Out vinyl albums. Gray, listening to WFLA-FM in Tallahassee. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, Gray. Hey, how you doing? What's on your mind tonight, Gray? Well, I've just had a nice laugh here for the last 30 minutes. That's good. That guy there, boy, he must be, he must have come out of some institution. <laughs> he came on a spaceship. <laughs> he sure didn't come from another planet. He came from a mental institution. <laughs> Maybe that it flies. nuts. He's just trying to make a buck, that's all. But I'm, I'm thinking about ordering his books just to have a laugh. Yeah. <laughs> so. So was there anything else on your mind tonight? He's he's, he's trying to quote the Bible and saying the Bible's not right. Well, I don't know if his books... I I don't believe the Bible, and I don't believe his books either. Well, you know, he's quoting the Bible, though, and saying the Bible's not... There's a lot left out, and it's not right. 144,000 is all that's going to be left out of the billions of people that's on this planet. There's only going to be 144,000 go up in those ships. Oh, Lord. All right. Hey, thank you. But anyhow, Quickly. Gray, are you there? They train. They, yeah. they, they, I, we, we we're very short on time, Gray. So please get your thoughts out. Okay, I was calling about the Afghan war. Yes, sir. Quickly. Uh, maybe we catch that another time because I need to tell you some history about some of the stuff over there. It's going to take more. Unless you Fair enough, Gray. I would love to have you call back. Call the top of the show uh, next Monday. week. Uh, well, you can call Monday, but we're not on in Tallahassee on Monday. But we're on next Saturday, and we'd love to hear from you. I thank you for the call. Let's talk to Marty in Seattle, listening to uh, KUSA. Hello, Marty. Hello, sir. Hey, you are on the air. Oh, it's a beautiful thing uh, to have a talk-free show. And I love and appreciate you, you, you too. You're very open-minded. You know, you're very receptive. And, you know, we all have faults and so on. But I want to get back to the point when I spoke to this gentleman, Dave. Oh, we heard Mr. David earlier. Yes, this was the uh, – David was uh, the guy that was talking about shutting down the border, not allowing Muslims to come here. Your thoughts yes, on that? Yes, yes. You know, and you hit it on the head. He sounds like he's in such fear. Mm-hmm. He sound, he, he's in such great fear. You know, and people fear the things they're ignorant to. Sure. And he's just ignorant to a lot of things, you so, know. But you all have been very, very compassionate. You remind me of the commentators. You're probably familiar with them. But uh, there's so much that's going on right now. The young man, I'm a firm believer, sir, that in these last days, as they say last days, everybody have a threshold of understanding of what that could be. But I'm a firm believer if we have to be very careful of how we entertain strangers unaware. Don't underestimate nothing. At one time, everything was once a thought. At one time, Christopher Columbus, he thought the earth was flat. Mm-hmm. You know, but at that time, people conceived it to be in many forms and many fashions. But let's get back to David, sir. And y'all are very patient. You so know, Marty, I wish I could be more patient. I really do. But we spent so much time with Mahan. Uh, we have exhausted the show. I'm going to give you t- uh, the last 10 seconds. Go. That's all I need. Just a few minutes. But just, I, I'm getting back to David. you got 10 David, seconds. You must Actually, fear. For every Muslim, there are 13 Muslims to every one person on Earth. Thank you for the call. We're out of time tonight. Uh, everybody that didn't get on, call us back next week. We'll get you on. We'll see you Monday. FreeTalkLive.com. Attention. 
all active duty members and veterans of the U.S. military. Your proud service to your country entitles you with the right to participate in special VA loan programs with benefits not available to the general public, like the ability to purchase a new home with no down payment or mortgage insurance, or refi with cash out up to 100% of your present home equity with less strict credit criteria. You are entitled to these benefits. Review them online at varadio.com. This is Tim Lewis from iFreedom Direct and a veteran of Operation Iraqi Freedom. I want you to know that as a member or veteran of the United States military, you've earned special rights and privileges. On your feet and get the details at varadio.com. iFreedom Direct Corporation is a private lender approved by the VA and licensed in most states. In certain states, certain restrictions and limitations apply. For a current list of licenses, disclosures, and all benefits, go to varadio.com. varadio.com.